Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. And Sean Bell. All right. But no James Farley, I'm afraid. He can't be here this week because he is busy. Um, let's get straight into the full Nels crew, shall we? The full Nels crew. Listen to these names. Remember them. Write them down. Because they are going down <laughs> as legend. They are Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, Tom S., Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabby Pereira, Graham Mackay, Rocketman76, My Dog Skip, Rekt Reese, Matt Murray is my favourite podcaster, and Matt Morley's brother Mike. <laughs> they are the full Nels crew. Still make me laugh. It's still, still make funny. me laugh. It is, yep, it's funny. It is still funny. <laughs> and hopefully it'll be funny next month. Hey, Sean. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you would like to support, there's no pressure. If you would like to support us, then please go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Uh, various different tiers with live shows. We've just put out our August um, bonus pod. Which was a good one, I thought. I mm. thought it was a good one. Very chilled. It was very, very more chilled, of a catch yeah. up in each other's lives. Finding out that Matt didn't know what a theme park was was, uh, <laughs> no, was quite that, a that's surprise. Not true. That's, that's well, it's been a, it's you not, seem not surprised true. by everything that happened in the theme park. Uh, I'll, no, I'll leave it at everything. that. No, I, I haven't, I haven't been. At, <laughs> haven't, you know, I think it's also I haven't been out of the house. But it doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> and being furious with animals for not. You not know, being, giving you the time yeah. of your life yet. Yeah, not entertaining not, him sufficiently. Uh, fuck those animals for having free will. <laughs> <laughs> and and even reduced free will. You know, that that yep. wasn't still enough. Still too for much. That. Still too much. <laughs> what I'm saying is if they'd will. done a bit more, they could we could have had a lovely day as it was. Some of them didn't <laughs> did, some of them didn't turn up, basically. The thing some is the thing with the zoos, right, is you know you see the old fellas who have the massive cameras with the stupid telephoto lenses on them. Oh, and initially you're yes. like initially you're like, Oh my god, who's that's this? Sean Bell. That's me. Oh no, no, um, sorry, initially you're like what? <laughs> <laughs> initially you're just like, Oh Jesus, who's this guy think he is? And then after about three or four visits, you're like, To be fair, some days that's the only way you're gonna see any animals. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but have you ever seen I I uh, right, okay. Uh, can I talk about this? But no, I can ask it as a question about something oh that I've not experienced. Okay. Have yeah. you ever experienced someone with those massive lenses at a child's party before? No. Birthday party? No. Oh my goodness. There's well, how it's far away were they from the child's party? Oh, they were right in the room, baby. <laughs> they, were, they were a parent. Um, I, I, I mean... In this, so much just I mean, them being in the room is, situation. Them being in the room is better, off. right? Rather than like you know, long lenses oh, from across the street. If they were outside in the bushes, you yeah. call in the police. Yeah. Yeah. Or outside in the car. Like, <laughs> what's yeah. that guy doing? I was a parent. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, um. All right. Okay. No. Like Let's go a, 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 any kids' party, there's always one parent who has to show off with their incredible camera and like. Yeah. Me, yeah. Look, totally. Me, me, have you got a phone, mate? What the fuck's this? My favourite story from taking the kids to a birthday party was when Spider-Man lost it with the kids. Did I ever tell you that one? <laughs> no. We were, we were sitting down Peter and they'd hired, a, they hired a Spider-Man to come out and uh, he was playing games with the kids and they were doing really well. I mean, they were quite young. They must have been four-year-olds, five-year-olds, something like that. Uh-huh. And they were doing all the games and it was all going well. And then... Like, I was thinking the games bit is going on a bit long. He's going to lose their attention in a bit, you know. Um, and uh, then he chose that point to do the most complicated 
birthday party game that I've ever seen in my life. It was like, he was laying cones out and he was like, so when you go to this cone, you've got to crawl. And then when you go to this cone, you've got to jump over these and go left, right, left, right. <laughs> and it, and the kids, while he's explaining it, the kids were just talking, yeah. right? Because yeah. they'd had enough, yeah. you know, they wanted their cake and that. And, um, and then by the time he said go, they all just started screaming and running around the hall. <laughs> And Spider-Man picked up the cones and went, forget it, forget it, no one gets a prize, then no one gets a prize. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, going All to kids' parties, I'm often, I'm often like kind of in awe of, uh, the good ones at least, I'm often in awe of how, how they can command the room and the enthusiasm and, and, and how well it, it works. But when someone's the other end of a scale like that, like, you know what, fuck it. You're not going to play properly. Take it. You can be... <laughs> Like if that was if, like, got... if that was any of us and you, and you'd tried to do something like that and then and then that happens kids just run around screaming you just think like yeah do you know what that's that was inevitable wasn't it <laughs> never mind <laughs> yeah well you've got to remember Sean I've been in that situation when I dressed oh, yeah, yeah. up as Batman yeah, yeah. for my niece's birthday party yeah. and I walked in and said hey kids I'm Batman and they started booing they started <laughs> booing me Sean yeah. and I was like you don't boo Batman and one of the kids went we like Joker I was like oh, okay. oh, the guy, he's the bad guy no, <laughs> not okay Sean don't defend them it's, it's ge- fucking ge- generation's e mate the, the fucking it's all gone topsy-turvy now Batman's a fascist Joker's <laughs> you know they made they made that film where Joker's the main character it's all I, I don't understand it mate I still think the worst thing about that was how my uh, sister turned around and said look it was ridiculous to pay for an entertainer. We will spend half the amount that we would have spent on an entertainer on a, like the best Batman costume we can get hold of. <laughs> of course, by the time it gets there and they're thinking, actually, yeah, save a little bit more money and get it from eBay. The most ridiculous Batman costume you've ever seen. I couldn't even get <laughs> look through the eye holes because the mask didn't fit right. Ridiculous! I'll have to post the right. I'll have to post the video at some point of me showing my sister. It, like she agreed that the mask was ridiculous, so she ordered me a proper one, in her words. But it was just another one from eBay, and it was even worse. You've got to see this video. It's not. I'll send it to you. It's funny. Um. Anyway, right. That was a bit. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we? Um, we, where are we? We're doing a podcast about video games, apparently. Um, Matt, let's get the feedback to last week's show. Oh, yeah, I wasn't on last week's show. Um, oh, God. Oh, 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 you, oh, you, oh, you weren't? Well, yeah, Jesus Christ. That seems like ages ago now. It does. Um, well, I've had yeah, two weeks off Blake work, one week off the podcast, and I, don't, I literally don't know what day it is. Um, and, <laughs> and I feel a bit under the weather. It's like everything's just gone topsy-turvy. Did uh, you but, take notes from last week's I did. show? I did. I listened to the show. Good. Uh, I thought I thought you did great, Blake. You know, it's, it's, obviously, it's not his it's not his main job. Try, so tried his best, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He, was tried some, his, he tried his bloody hardest. I've got a lot of tips for for Blake, but I, we, we can't be here all day because <laughs> it will be a long part. But no, um, uh, first bone to pick really is with Blake. I mean, I, I I actually think Blake would play and should play Jar Jar. <laughs> I, I know Blake said he wouldn't, but actually. Surely you, know you would. You'll be part of the Star. I mean, even like, okay, no, I've got a lot of thoughts about this, right? Yeah. So first of all, you'll be part of Star Wars. Like that's like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Surely, no matter how good or bad the thing is. Secondly, right, Jar Jar. Uh, can either you two name the person who played Jar Jar Binks in Episode One? No. No, exactly. 
Right. So it, it so it doesn't matter. Even if whoever did the voice what? for that one that people hated, <laughs> like no one really can name it. It doesn't matter. No, no. What I'm saying well, what's is, like, got to do with no, everyone hates just it. a nasty people, dig at the original actor. No, because, no what I'm saying is, no, people did. People hated Jar Jar Binks in episode one, but people don't even know yeah. the person who played it. So I, I think right. with this one, much more likely to be a good, a good, much more likely to be a good, a better. Are you telling me that no one knows the name of the actor that played Jar Jar Binks, or just? Three blokes on this podcast don't know the name. <laughs> I'm of saying it isn't because there's a big difference. It isn't, it isn't someone like everyone can say oh, Jar Jar Binks is rubbish. No one can say, well, the person playing Jar Jar Binks, like, how embarrassing for no them. No one can say that. No, no one I'm can sure say some that. people can, but it's not, I don't think it's common knowledge. And obviously, we oh, get feedback saying, well, actually, it is Trevor Simon. And uh, you're people wanker. know who played like some of one of the bloody stormtroopers in the background of scenes and stuff like exactly, that. Yeah, I exactly. think it that is was, common that was, knowledge. That was Daniel Craig or something. Yeah, no, but there's anyway, a difference between what I'm saying. There's is, a difference between anyone could look it up and everyone knows. Like the the kid who played like young Anakin, Jake. What, what was his name? Like literally had his fucking life brilliant. ruined. Literally had his life ruined by it. Whereas the guy who played Jar Jar Binks got away relatively unscathed. He's probably in oh, some. I, pre- no, no, I bet he's he, in some no, prestige he, drama that he's probably in The Wire or something. No, no, and we're no, all like, no, oh yeah, yeah he's no, fucking no, brilliant. Actually, actor. You're, you're definitely barking up the wrong tree here because <laughs> James told me that he w- took it really badly. Did he? That oh, okay. Actor. Yeah, oh. you're probably going down okay, the wrong okay, route okay, here. Okay, right, all right. Mm. Well, maybe I'm wrong there. Right. The second point of that is I when I I never would have <laughs> thought that I was like a Jamaican accent on Jar Jar. Am I being mad? Like he's got like a weird. Voice. I mean, he's a, yeah, he's he's a he's a Gungan. He's speaking. But I never would have said Gungan oh, slang. Him, but like, it's... me said Jaja Binks. Like, I no, but think... there was the association when the film came out. There was, yeah. there was news stories about and discussions whether it was racist or not. Definitely, mm-hmm. and that really? was back then. Yeah. Do you know what really? I mean? What I'm yeah, saying is, you know, I think if it's done, if it's done today, the 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 voice would probably be different. That and I think I think I think Blake needs to think re really really rethink. I might do you know talk what? Do you know what, Sean? I think he needs mm-hmm. to. Okay, do it. you've made your point. You made your point, Matt. Right, but Sean. Yep. When Matt lost the bet about the next gen console stuff, right. and mm-hmm. then he they kicked off and went, whoa, 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 whoa. "Okay, you can kind of look at that and go, well, I get it. He was wrong, but he's going for the grey area <laughs> argument. Mm-hmm. In what? this bet that we had about whether Blake would or would not take that role." Blake himself literally said last week, I wouldn't take that role. <laughs> and Matt's going, no, 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 it doesn't count because I <laughs> no, think I it would actually count. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he actually got a call from his agent saying, do you, want to, do you want to be part of Star Wars? I mean... So you're saying, you're saying he's lying? What I'm saying, I'm saying he's lying. <laughs> so you're, yeah. so you're saying he's lying. So you're saying, Matt, if you, were, if you got that phone call, and and they, and it was explained to you there was a good chance that people would think you were a racist as a result oh, of accepting well, it. Well, no, because I, I think they would read... I, I don't think there would be the perception that Jar Jar was racist. Okay, not, so no, you not that Jar Jar is, that you are for taking the part <laughs> for <laughs> portraying him. I don't know. Well, I it's guess not, no one cares. Be... If, I mean, Jar Jar well, might as well be racist. Also... No one hates him anyway. That's not the point. Matt, you're questioning it yourself now, but you've got nothing to lose. Like, Blake has... <laughs> A whole body of work that could be damaged by doing that. <clears throat> yeah, Do you not see the difference? Yeah, I, 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 what I'm saying is, imagine being part of Star Wars. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, that's no, the old point. Case closed. I should say, so uh, Ahmed Best, who's the guy who played Jar Jar Binks, he must have come to terms with it because he continued to play Jar Jar. Like, he voiced him in loads of other things, games and cartoons, TV shows. Uh, he was, al- <laughs> was also in The Last of Us 2. 
Was he really? <laughs> what did he? Was Jar Jar Binks <laughs> in the Last of Us? Just says, just says various voices. So okay, right. like, the, one uh, of the NPCs ones going. Oh no, Karen, Steve, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've just Googled it now. Yeah, basically, you know, uh, racist stereotype with a misplaced Caribbean accent. Okay, well, yeah. what, what I'm saying is m- maybe they'll do something about that and uh, imagine being part of Star Wars. Okay, what yeah. next bit of feedback? Um, uh, it, was also in, it was also in a film called Some Guy Who Kills People. So I've go. got a feeling that this podcast is coming out on Wednesday <laughs> and then Thursday it's getting announced that Blake is playing Char Char in the next Star Wars film. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he's heard it. He's like, you know what? Matt made such compelling arguments. I'm wrong my agent. It's happening. <laughs> that was the, the, yeah, no, that was the implication of the joke, Matt. You didn't need oh. to. <laughs> well, just for explaining it for you know other people listening who are a little bit, you know. Um, yeah, joke names. I mean, uh, I think James is right. I mean, I'm probably probably tired to the point where I missed... It was it Drew Peacock? Or so? Drew Peacock, yeah. Yeah, Drew yes. Peacock. Unbelievable. Um, and there's probably another one as what well. What was the other one? There was uh, a, I can't the other one got me re- laughing. Jenny, it was Jenny something Talia or something. I can't remember. Yeah, Jenny, like Jenny Talia. Jenny, <laughs> oh, yeah. Jenny Talia. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Look, I, I don't know what to say to you. I mean, I thought we were on top of that. And then I, I, and then I just forget about it for a day or a week. And then suddenly they're all there. Um, I, I know. I, I know. They've. I, I've, got, I've got to give it to our listeners. They they spread them out perfectly don't they they know exactly they really when do. to attack and when to because yeah, there's nothing this week that I can see but what that means is there could be some this week I'm just missing them um, yeah. oh, I mean, so listeners prepare for Matt to make the same joke about uh, you know <laughs> John Smith jo- John Smith what does that mean <laughs> he'll do, do that four times in this episode <laughs> I wouldn't dare do that David um, <laughs> okay, sorry Matt uh, and I think that was it no it, it was a good show it was good to listen to and um but that was it, really. Cheers, mate. Do any of the listeners think that Blake was lying about whether he would take this role or not? There, I can't actually find any um, any correspondence about that particularly, but maybe there'll be lots more <laughs> okay. after my outburst this week. Uh, Paul Shin uh, has tweeted in saying, if Sean wants to do a full Metroid playthrough, why not play the remakes? Zero Missions on the GBA and Samus Returns on 3DS instead of the original Metroid 1 and 2. That's what I'm currently doing. Uh, There's another second bit of feedback, and we'll we'll cover it afterwards. Luke Summerhays also, Sean and James both talked about doing a Metroid playthrough, but hesitated due to the NES and GB entries. They've both been remade. I don't know how easy the GBA games are to play in the UK, but I've just started the run, just started the run of Zero Mission, Samus Returns, Super, Fusion, and Dread. Uh, Good fucking point. (laughs) No. What? Go on. Why's it not? Not a good point. Your your whole point about why you weren't doing this is because mm. you were asking a question that said, if you had all the time in the world and no worries, what game series would you like to play through? And you said Metroid, right? which is fine. But the implication mm. is not that, oh, there are better versions of those games. I'll do it then. It's, I need the time. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I need the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need the time. <laughs> patience. <laughs> And people go, well, just do it like this way. No, (laughs) you can't just inject time into the man. That's not... We've tried. It can't be done. (laughs) We have actually tried that. Do you remember that? That was great. Yeah, yeah. Pretty painful, but... (laughs) And that's how James Farley was born. (laughs) (laughs) Did did, did we say at the start that James was only three. Oh, sorry? 
Yeah, we said at the start James wasn't here, but then you went on a mad rant about how Blake lied on last week's show. So <laughs> oh, I think right, you might okay. have just. I've had yeah, is that, and I've had a lot of sore throat tablets. So I don't know what day it is, but um, I've got okay, a right. sore throat as well. No, I've got a mega bad one. It's like it's cool. Oh, yeah. It's like oh, let's not get into it. Basically, I've, I have yeah, let's like, not get into I've it. Three man show. Three man show. Let's talk about my health Great, it's great to come back from holiday to being really fucking ill. That's the best thing ever, isn't it? Um, Herlock Sholmes. It's possible. Uh, I just have a suspicious mind, but I couldn't help noticing that the reason should TCGS do politics disc- uh, discourse has so far been driven by two listeners named Sasha Gray and Buster Nutt. I'm not necessarily saying these arguments are made in bad faith. However, if song was called Huang Koff wanted to share opinions <laughs> this week, I'm sure I think further inquiries should be made. So <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know what you're saying. I I do, do, I get I get, get you. And it, the thought crossed my mind that you know it was a bit in a well not inappropriate, but it was a bit weird to put your name like that on an email like that. But you know whatever. You yeah. I think there's ever been a time where we, there's been like a whole sort of back and forth between listeners on a certain subjects on the show, and it's just been one person. Just like oh, or pretending to all little sock puppets, just like me, 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 me. Probably. I mean, uh, I wouldn't surprise me, Sean. It no. would not surprise me. I mean, I've given all the idea, those people that I get know, the exactly. Re- email We're in. gonna get so much feedback next week from yeah. diff- in inverted commas different people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the the amount of emails we've got in slagging me off, and I kind of think, yeah, all right. Come on, give yeah, it up. They're all from. No, no, I think that, sure. that is generally like 50, 50 plus people. Um, <laughs> oh, right, okay. Tiny Tim, dear sirs, despite my general distrust of adults, as an eleven-year-old footballer, I look up to you a lot. So last <laughs> week, when Mister Farley suggested using a mirror to watch telly from another room, I listened. I have a similar setup to Mister Turner and cannot watch anything whilst I'm in the kitchen making a cress egg sandwich. With the help of my brother, we managed to install two mirrors in hopes of reversing the image back to its original form. <laughs> Mum was livid, but I rate it. The place looks like a level from Portal, thanks to the great idea. I don't know about you. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. I don't think that's an 11-year-old boy. Either. I mean, what 11-year-old would say, we installed two mirrors? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be more like mirror on wall. We got me. We have a similar setup. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Tur. I mean, name an eleven-year-old who likes a cress egg sandwich. But also, that's cress a real giveaway egg. to me. Like, isn't it egg and cress? Like, cress egg. I think egg. so. Yeah, that... I just quite enjoy saying cress egg. I want cress egg sandwich. <laughs> what? <laughs> Give me I'll have a creggy, please. Sandwich yeah, can, I have a Craig, can I have a creggy? Can I have a cress egg? <laughs> there you go. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, congrats, Ty Tim, on the mirrors, uh, Sir Resner of the Savage North. Refinding money. I mean, um, that's a reference, isn't it? Do, what's a, I mean, Trent Reznor. Go on. I, mean, I've, 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 I wasn't sure if it's a Trent Reznor thing. There can't be probably, any more Reznors, surely. No, it's, it must be a nice nail. Uh, was Trent Reznor, uh, but he, was he born Trent Reznor? Or did, was that just when he's like, oh, I'm going to be in a cool rock band? <laughs> oh, <laughs> surely not. Trent that, that must be a stage name. <laughs> Well, well, I'll Google it. You carry it. You yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, refinding money. Hi, lads. Long-time listener contacting you for the first time. I enjoyed the recent discussion on the appropriate response to finding other people's lost money and felt compelled to contact you. On reflection, I must have been quite lucky in this area. As a kid, on two separate occasions, I found money with one or the other parent who had completely different approaches. 
The first was on holiday when I found a scrunched up £20 note. My mother actively discouraged the guilt-ridden young Resner from looking for the owner or reporting the money missing, telling me extra spending money with a wink. <laughs> on the occasion I was with my dad, I found £10 in my local park, which he kept and I think spent on cigarettes. As an adult, the most I found was £60, and in spite of being in quite an affluent area, I was wrecked with guilt. Or wrecked with guilt, of course. Uh, was it an old person's shopping money, or was it a child's birthday money? It seemed like a very specific or thought-out amount uh, for a set purpose to my mind. On that occasion, I did report it and learned that in the UK law, you all should always report found possessions, including money, lest you be charged with the theft by finding if the missing item is Whoa. traced back to you after the owner reports the loss. I was subsequently... You're you telling me that Finders Keepers is not a legally binding... Yeah, that is. Cannon's a liar. But the yeah. losers are weepers, though, that Sean. That clearly that says what? in the rules. I, <laughs> Unbelievable. Sorry, yeah. I was subsequently allowed to keep the money after a number of weeks of it being unclaimed and in my possession. The most bizarre and ominous occasion of found cash I'm aware of, however, happened to my ex's mother. She was in the town centre days before Christmas. A gentleman in front of her dropped a wallet stuffed with money. She picked it up, caught up with the owner and returned the said wallet. In response, he thanked her and said to her, your generosity, your generosity has saved your life. Don't come into... Hang on. Okay. Maybe we should have... Oh, right. Okay. That's that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Let's not read that out. That's the, <laughs> the, the myth thing that was, goes around everywhere. That's why didn't you read this first? Okay, I just have read it. Sorry, yeah, I was, I, when I copied and pasted, I sort of glanced and I thought, I should probably give Matt a heads up that this takes a turn. <laughs> you really and fucking I didn't. didn't. So, okay, thanks sorry. for the correspondence. <laughs> no, we'll read from apologies for the lengthy response, that's fine. Uh, to be honest, it takes another turn, we're gone. Okay, apologies for the lengthy response. Feel free to summarise or f trim the fat as you see necessary. Yeah, I do see necessary now. <laughs> Bit like, yeah, the one thing I will request is that you be better than Kane and Rince and give a brief mention to fellow listener and my best mate Hayes Red Mist. Leon flat out refuses <laughs> to give shout outs. In spite of the fact... That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. In spite of the fact, we often have to listen to them drone on about who they're... <laughs> what? Okay, yeah. No, fucking we're going to cut this. This is, this is ridiculous. No, I think we just leave it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Leon flat out refuses to give shout outs in spite of the fact that we often have to listen to them drone on about who they were <laughs> at the time or the friend game reminds them all. Effectively shouting out to people it's the don't I I didn't think what was left was that bad, but I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my word, that's amazing. <laughs> that's the funniest email we've had for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Love, peace, and good vibes, it says at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, oh my god, god. that is Thank that you is not for the email. <laughs> How do we cut? Oh, I've got to recover. Sorry. Oh, uh, so Trent Reznor is well. His name's Trent. So Trent is his middle name. His full name is Michael Trent Reznor, which is less cool, obviously. Yeah, so Michael Reznor of Nine Inch Nails doesn't have yeah. the same ring to it, does it? Mikey Rez. Uh, so yeah, everyone went with Trent, which is fair enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Garrison Savannah. This week on Dark Calls, Dave risks a serious domestic trauma just to prove that he in fact does not know 
the correct procedure to kick a rat off a cliff. True. James becomes increasingly worried about the scope of his task, and he realised that his only source of help, the human Dark Souls wiki David Turner, is missing some important information, such as basic controls. Loving Dark Calls. Great job, guys. So glad you put it back up so I missed it first time around. Keep up the awesome work. Cheers, yeah. If you want to listen to that, the, the whole show's going up every Friday. This week's one was a bit of an infamous one where for weeks I'd been telling how James how to kick and I was getting the controls wrong. <laughs> I realised... Oh, i tell you what, though. I did listen back to that episode and I've always had the attitude that podcasting, you know, don't watch what you say. Just speak how you speak. You know, it's all fine. But I was making myself cringe with the amount of F-bombs I was dropping in that episode. Like, <laughs> genuinely, I was like, oh, no, I get it now. Like, the, all my podcast in life, people have been going, you swear too much. You need to cut down the swearing or whatever. And I'm like, no, nah, man. <laughs> and then I listened to that and I was like, no, it's literally every other word. That's madness. So, um, yeah, hopefully that improves as the series goes along. Unlikely. Um, Buster Nut. Hi, guys. Just wanted to thank Dave for his well-articulated response to my feedback on last week's pod uh, about workplace harassment. Apologies for misunderstanding in the first place and really appreciate you taking the time out to respond. All the best, you awesome dudes. Buster. Uh, cheers, cheers, Buster. Boss. Yeah. That's all right. And that's it for feedback. Go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs to leave some feedback or whatever you want. There's no news goblin uh, this no. week, of course, but we have got a news... Prince know, what would you be? Boglin? No. What? Why not? <laughs> Boglin. <laughs> I used to yeah, fucking love Boglins. news Boglin. Bloody so love a Boglin. did. They would make your hand smell, and when the eyelids True. broke, they become very sharp. We found out in my household. <laughs> also. Don't make them like they used to, do they? Go on. Uh, Halo Infinite. Um, you know it's yeah, like definitely coming out this year and everything. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Yeah. It's going to be really good. We're all 100%. really excited. Uh, it's not going to have campaign co-op or forge mode when it launches. Um, well, this is from their blog, right? This is officially confirmed. Yeah. yeah, this is this is official. Yeah, I think there was there was a an in, like a video interview about it. I say I think because I haven't watched it. Um, I think forge <laughs> mode. The lack of forge mode is fine, right? Because the forge that, mode yeah. is the stuff that it's like the user created game yeah. modes and all that that sort of stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, Which I'm is very happy. cool, I, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, I like that stuff coming later because it's like, well, let's play the game first before everyone yeah. tries to fuck about with it. However, so and. Co-op it's pretty is, cool when that stuff arrives. Co-op's yeah. pretty essential. Co-op's integral yeah, to Halo, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. Such a huge part of what made Halo Combat Evolve so good was playing yeah. with your friends, playing on Legendary. You know, playing just yeah. And that that not being there is mad. I mean, I, ha- I haven't. You know, th- th- there's probably stuff in this blog post that really goes into it. But obviously, we hope the game the, the game will be coming out, but they just couldn't implement what the map. I mean, what, what I wonder, I wonder <laughs> what it is. <laughs> You've broken. Well done. Well done. You've broken Matt's brain. Um, <laughs> what is it? Yeah, so, I mean, so they've co-op. said. So campaign co-op. Uh, they said it's going to be season two at the earliest, um, which means about three months in. Whereas Forge, they're aiming for season three, which is six months in. Although they have stressed that these release dates are quote subject to change. Mm. Which, let's Ooh, face yeah. it. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't mean they're going to be sooner than expected, does it? Um, I mean, I do usually play the Halo games solo first. Uh, that is something that I tend to do. So yeah. I'm not totally bummed out about it, but yeah, you're it's not, you're not, such not a big play it, part of Halo. <clears throat> yeah. It's such a big part of Halo for a lot mm. of people. You know, not everyone's like me that plays it 
solo first. So, you know, mm-hmm. people like to play those games with those friends. It's mad. That is a mad yeah, thing. Yeah, it and it's like... <laughs> Because what's really sad is that in in explaining the decision, and like obviously there's the usual stuff around, you know, we we want to release something that's definitely really good. We don't want to put out stuff that isn't ready, which fine. Um, but like you know, they go into it like explaining the reason they're delaying co-op is because you know because there's so much you can do with it in so many different ways. You can approach um, like you know taking over bases and stuff when there's more than one player that gets technically really complicated and i'm like man i get it but that just makes it sound really fucking cool and way better than playing on your own so yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and when you're saying we don't want to release it until it's finished well it sounds like you're releasing it before it's finished so i mean i don't (laughs) want to yeah they want to put out the bits that are definitely good to go rather than rush out you know like a, a, a like yeah, some, but sort of ultimately what they're doing it sounds like they're rushing out something so they can hit some yeah. sort of marketing well, no, thing out, that they've just, lined up i mean but releasing something when they wanted to isn't rushing out they're just putting out at the same time but less of it no 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 the halo halo um what halo is is two things right it's campaign and multiplayer it, whenever you've started a uh, a campaign mode there's always been the co-op side there that's a basic element to playing halo mm-hmm. to to release it before that side of the game is finished like would you say they were rushing out if they said uh well we're going to release the campaign this year and then the multiplayer next year yeah that'd be shite um yeah i think they'll do that way around though but yeah i, I mean i okay okay but no but, but basically this game, this, game talking... has, this game has to come out this year there, there's this can't Why? this can't be delayed again because it's already been delayed massively. If they what they, also these games typically come out in November because it's like a big push. Are they going like is it going to be a May twenty twenty two game? I feel like they can't. It can't be. It can't be delayed. Also by having why because Xbox need Xbox didn't have any games when it came out. The Series X and Series S came out. What are they not going to have right, their but massive that come out last year? It's been a lo- the, the, these consoles have been out a long time at this point. Yeah, and, and I'm saying they can't afford another year where they don't have a big tempo release. But they've got low. They, you know, they've got the Psychonauts two's coming out this week. That's well, getting huge um, things. I wouldn't put it up there with Halo. No, but you've got you've got Forza coming out at the end of the year. It's not barren for Microsoft towards the end of the year, is it? I, I, but Halo is a November game. It always has been. Like this needs to come out this year. Like you know. right. So so going back to the original argument then. Do you think they're rushing this out for release at the end of the year? I don't think they're rushing out. I feel like this I is coming out. I don't no, know how you totally can say are. that. <laughs> well, no, no. After it, what no, you've no, just uh, said, the, how the implication not... is rushing, rushing <laughs> is getting out earlier than anticipated. They anticipate it coming out in November, probably, because that's always been no, there. No, no, no. Rushing, no, hold on. Yeah, rushing out is coming out features. earlier than... Yeah, cutting yeah. massive features to get it out for the date they said, that is a form of rushing. Sure. Well, no, yeah, no, they're no, not no, going to no. turn Rushing around and say, "Hold on, Matt, Matt." They're not going to turn around and say, "Actually, we're going to move the release date forward a few months." Like that's that's <laughs> what you think rushing out is. Well, if you're saying, "Well, it's always going to be rushing if they don't have every feature in," yes, then but but games are never okay. We're 100 ready. Everything is in. Let's go. Like there's always going to be things to add. Always going to be things to add and implement. I mean, yeah, this is a major core cool part of what makes Halo Halo, but. I guess they could keep delaying it forever and ever to add more bits, but well, I mean, Forge said, "What did you say? Season two, Sean? 
So uh, for it, yeah, sorry, for no, season two for co-op. Season, season three. three, so that could be what four, six yeah. months later. I mean, yeah, May, middle of May next year. Just, but but I could argue that Forge isn't an essential part of the... Like, I can see that being added on. I can see Forge being added on later down the line. Co-op campaign should be their day one. It should just be their oh, day no, one. I, I'm not denying that. I think absolutely. It's, it's a huge It's a huge loss for it not being there, but... I, 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 They're I, not rushing it out. No, I don't even know. <laughs> so, if, okay, if, if, well, okay, well, if, you're, well, saying, if you're saying that games do this all the time... Give me an example. Give me an example of a game that came out and said a major part of what well, that experience when did I, did, is. What, when did I say that? I, what I said was that games are never Earlier, just then. Games are never hundred percent ready. You can all you can always like wait for other features, and other features. Yeah, got, of course you can. Of course you can. Of course you can. Yeah, you 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 could always bring out stuff later down the line, right? That, and that's, that's what we're fine. saying. Like, got, and in the case of Forge, that's yeah. That that's I think that's where where Dave and I are. Is that yeah, like. That's something we might get into later once we've exhausted the the core game, but something like co-op, like a campaign co-op, feels like part of the core to us, and therefore, it's just it's it's a very significant omission. Yeah, I guess mm. I'm releasing on free like multiple <laughs> platforms at once. It's also something I haven't done before. Um, and maybe uh, yeah, they- I do wonder if they're massively regretting saying this would come yeah. out. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I will also I will also say what works in its favour is that it is a Game Pass game, and you know there'll be some of some of you listening to this saying, "But I haven't got Game Pass. I've got no interest in Game Pass. I just wanted to buy the game." And yeah, I've, it doesn't work in that case. Um, but I think for a Game Pass game, this is is it less of an issue because then you're kind of saying, "Well, no, you could just yeah, it's weird." Because then you're kind of saying, well, you'll have to subscribe a few more months. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, if you're yeah, really, really cynical about it, it's like, well, let's just spread out the release of the game. And that's then that'll... definitely not. That's definitely not what it is. It that's that. No, that can't be. No, it's it's, I mean, if, it's, if it's crossed our to... minds now, then it's definitely <laughs> someone at Microsoft has definitely thought it. Yeah, yeah it's true. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. But it is true. I, uh, I'm like you, Dave. I mean, I, I've always played the single players on my own anyway. And the one time I didn't was Halo Four with you and James, and I literally don't remember a single second of that game. Um, and as <laughs> you know, as bonkers as the story is in the Halo franchise, I have always enjoyed playing through and trying to understand stories. I play the game, but that game was just us chatting bollocks for you know oh, seventy eight right, okay. hours. I, I, do you know what? Do you know what, Sean? I've got to tell you this because mm-hmm. Matt brings this up all the time, right? James and I had a great time no, playing not, through that, that, that game. It's, I didn't say I had a bad time. It sounds like Matt's the biggest regret of his life was playing <laughs> no, that game I'm with saying, us. Us, we had a great time because we were just chatting bollocks and chatting as we were doing the noise. That's good, but it means I played... It's like it was like a 3D chat room. I had no attention at all in the game. I was just pressing <laughs> buttons. That, was, that wasn't the important thing. The important thing was like making you guys laugh probably having a beer. Like I, I, yeah, I could be playing Minecraft, mine, Minesweeper, whatever it is, Minecraft, anything with the word mine in the title. <laughs> could have been playing Minecraft. No, yeah, is that um, what you're saying? I'm still having a good time because I'm with you guys, but the game I paid zero attention to. What I'm saying is what's I, the how many player co-op is it, Sean? Uh do you know, I don't think this story says. Well, if it's free, mate, do you want to join me and James for a little bit of co-op when yes, it's finally please. released? Sounds because that. we have a spare Well, good luck <laughs> understanding a single second of the story because you know. <laughs> yeah. Mate, you play it on your own, you understand a single second of the fucking story. I lost my way with Halo a long time ago, baby. <laughs> long time ago. Um, but okay. what I took from this was that um 
this thing is not nailed on. It, it, I thought, okay, we've got a beta, you know, all the all the discussion and rumored and like leaked tweets and all sorts of stuff about oh, coming out in November. It's November, it's November. All Halo's going to get games to come out in November. I, I was fairly confident it is coming this year, but then these things are happening in the months leading up, and I, I, I don't know. I, not not that I suddenly expected the game to be rock solid, definitely coming out because you can't really guarantee anything these days, but. It's like another. Oh, okay, cool. It's another, another thing that isn't it's a little bit of a letdown. Isn't now. isn't quite there. I mean, so you're not. <laughs> I, I know Sorry, what you're saying. There's, it a, <laughs> there's a quote Go here. Uh, so yeah, they talked about the uh, possibility of just delaying the whole thing to release it, as and you know, in one go with with Forge and and Campaign Corp. Uh, it said, "quote We talked about that, uh, but where we landed was Halo Infinite is a live game, so it isn't ever really done." I mean, okay. come on, that's just cheating, you want, surely. I'm going into this game confident that I'm going to play a good Halo game, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, these new stories do nothing for that, and it doesn't yeah. reflect what we might finally get. You know, we might get a brilliant Halo game, but yeah. um, oh, I, hope I want to, to be confident about it. I, ho- I so hope with everything in my body that it's a yeah, good Halo game. Like, I mean, one, I so want a good Halo game, and it would just be, I just want a fucking good Halo game, please, please. Give me, please. You gotta, you gotta complete. You gotta ship a easy. <laughs> I could do one. I'll, if they, if they don't come through, I'll make one for you, Matt. Don't worry. Okay, is, is, that's a promise, yeah. <laughs> new, new series of Bell's Kitchen. I'll just, I'll just not want to be I'll load up uh, dreams. And I'll just yes. Just take, <laughs> someone's just gonna. It's afternoon. Anyway, right. um, speaking of um, games being rushed to release, what's the <laughs> next news story, Sean? Oh, so there's uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has had a big patch. It's oh, now yeah. version 1.3, um, and it's got some free DLC in it, guys. Do you want to know what the free DLC please. is? Yes, please. Please. It's, it's some new jackets, two new jackets. Oh, yeah. Oh, wicked. Oh, so I'm just going ca- to the Xbox store to rebuy the game. Hang on. Give it's me a minute. <laughs> There's a new car, which during the developer's live stream, one of them kept saying he hated the colour of it. You can't change the colour <laughs> of it, guys. Can't change the colour of it. Uh, Good to know <laughs> next. And uh, Johnny Silverhand um, has got, a, there's a new appearance you can choose from where he's just got like a nice like jacket, but with nothing underneath and some like sort of sideways emo hair. Sorry, are these things <laughs> called DLC? That's what they're calling free DLC that comes with this update. Um, I mean, there's a ton of bug, bug fixes as well. Um there Again. is. I watched a video of someone playing it, and there's still mm. a ton of bugs in there. And still, it still a ton of bugs. Messy. Still a ton of bugs. Still looks quite but. messy. Um, they have fixed. Uh, so there's a there's always been a huge problem with the minimap in the game. In that, when you get in a car and drive around really fast, the minimap si- uh, stays the same size. So it's like absolutely useless. If, it's, so if you're supposed to turn a corner, like you're just trying to navigate by the dots on the minimap. And you're just you completely miss every turn because you're driving at full speed and you have Fucking no idea hell. what's coming. So now the mini map zooms out a little bit while you're driving. Um, eight months it's been, guys. Um, and uh, oh, and they've added. Uh, there's you can get a cat in the game, and uh, it now moves around to different places in your apartment. Okay. okay. Yep, so, well, that's okay. better than a game that doesn't. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, drop frames left, right, and center. Sure. Yeah. Okay, um, do we think this next gen version is coming out this year? Yes or no? It's not looking good, is it? I think I think I'm going to say no at this point. Mm. I think this right. is going to get delayed. And I and don't <sighs> get it, like I'm not saying 
like I do feel for the staff um and i do like you know obviously working conditions all the shit they had with you know the massive hack like loads of staff just completely lost access for was it weeks or i can't remember a while anyway um but i just but on on paper it has been eight months since this came out and we're still they're still just firefighting like you know it's not really a fair comparison but obviously by this point witcher 3 had like a bunch of free dlc the first major expansion had come out by this point uh, what, what, fucking... what, about, what about um uh what was it no man's sky how long did that take no that man's took over sky a year, right Oh, actually, had the witcher 3 had its so the no man's sky definitely had its first big big uh update by this point but did um, it have because there was one specific update that that come out and sort of went, oh, okay, it's got loads of stuff that we thought it was going to have. That in it was now. yeah, that was like a was that a, like a year later, maybe more. Yeah, than that, it was I like a remember. year later, something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do a James Farley. I'm not sure about the Witcher thing now that I've said it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, we look forward to next week's feedback. Um, I mean, yeah, if I go, so, if I mean, I go I mean, full Farley, I'll just deny ever saying it. Um, yeah, good point. I I I know that I you know it's it's unfair for me to um really pick holes in this because I've not played the new um the new uh patched version. Um, I I watched a video of someone reviewing it. They were extremely happy that a few of the um quests that completely got bugged out on them uh was now working. So that's a positive mm-hmm. sign. Okay. Um, but for me, I just want to see it running smoothly and uh and not feel so clunky to play. So uh, you know, call me when that's working. Well, Dave, because it's a live game, uh, it's never truly complete. <laughs> uh, so apparently, so yeah. Every now yeah, and then, I'm like, worry. Oh fuck! I kind of really. I'm really hankering after, you know, playing Cyberpunk and... But I think, no, I'll just wait. I'll just wait for next gen. Like, why would I yep. possibly go now? Especially uh, I've just checked. I, w- I was right. So Witcher 3 came out in May 2015, and yeah, Hearts of Stone was out by October 2015. Just taking up airtime to say how right you are. Brilliant. Um, should, yep. we, should we go <laughs> to the next <laughs> oh, story? Oh, brilliant. Do you know what? Actually, I've thought about it. I've checked, and I am amazing. Um, turns out... <laughs> <laughs> this Justin, yeah. <laughs> breaking news. Turns out I am right. <laughs> Sean's a fucking legend. Anyway, on to the next story. According to Eurogamer, uh, <laughs> um, a, 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 a source says uh, <laughs> anonymous sources confirmed. People close to source the close to the matter. Legend. Source close to the matter. Okay. Me. Um, let's, let's get on. That's <laughs> what. Uh, so. Uh, People Can Fly, developers of Outriders, have said that Square Enix have not paid them any royalties for making the game. Apparently a uh, deadline of the 16th of August has has been and gone, by which point Square Enix was supposed to pay up um, any royalties that they were owed um, for making the game, and uh, nothing has been forthcoming. Now, it's a bit like a lot of the places reporting on this, like obviously the, the headline is just Outriders dev says Square Enix yet to pay it a royalty fee. When you actually get into the story, it's, it basically just means that the, the game probably hasn't broken even. Um, but like, what is interesting is that basically, there, as far as I can tell, there's been no communication between Square Enix and People Can Fly about why this has happened. Um, right. They just they just haven't been paid. And Maybe someone from the council sort of on holiday. And Possibly, it's some holidays. Every you know, kids are office, off. it's but the back yeah, room yeah. 29th, Then you'll yeah. get the payment. You know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how I feel about this being public. I, you know, it's quite maybe weird. if they thought that yeah. their um, 
you know, completely at the, in, at the end of their tether with it, whether they've tried every other avenue to try and mm. get their attention and it hasn't worked. So, yeah. you know, the last result is to go public with it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't feel about that. It's like, all right, we'll sort it out between the two of you then. But yeah. I'll tell you what, it's not a good look for Square Enix. No. Is it? No, it isn't. Um, I mean, because so, yeah, so the quote is, you know, says, yeah, it's led, led them to conclude that there are no grounds for the publisher to pay royalties um, to the company for the period from the 1st of April 2021 to the 30th of June 2021. Obviously, the game came out on the 1st of April. Um, but yeah, and then they go on to say, so this is from the People Can Fly president, uh, Sebastian Machowski. says, we don't have any sales figures for Outriders, which is pretty incredible considering they made the game. Again, I'm not, yeah. you know, obviously they're just mm, yeah. squaring it, so I'm not Puzzling. forthcoming with that information. But uh, it says, we estimate it at between uh, two and three million units and assumed this, this was a result that it would ensure profitability for the project in the first quarter of sales. The lack of payment by the publisher probably means that, according to Square Enix, this is not the case. Um, but perhaps it was caused by some elements of Square Enix's sales policy, the details of which we don't know, such as partnerships concluded by the publisher with distribution platforms or entities offering Outriders as an addition to their products. And I mean, he can't say it, but he's talking about Game Pass, right? It is, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering um, if People Can Fly's feeling is that Square Enix may have taken less money than they should have to get it on Game Pass. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know how again, those deals work. These are agreements it's... that would have happened between the two. It's, it's mad that it's kind of playing well, this, this out is, in Yeah, public. I mean, this is what's interesting. Like, if people can fly, have just have signed a contract that just says, like, yeah, well, we'll pay you when we break even, but then they have no say in the costs incurred yeah, by Square Enix. And how, yeah, yeah, what and, have they done? Leaving all those business decisions. I mean, that's what, that's what a publisher is for, right, is to make those business decisions. So you would, I guess you just sort of, Maybe you would sign that contract just on the understanding that it be- it you know benefits both parties for the publisher to you make would, sensible you would business still decisions. Probably have but a good idea about the figures involved before you wouldn't say yeah. You would, you would think even, any okay, developer bye. should. Let's yeah, you think even. a developer what, should have the app. Even oh, we're not going not going to tell you that BBA. Just well, this is it. Yeah, it's just the sheer sort of lack of transparency, isn't it? That's just wild. And and like, and what's doubly interesting, and a lot of news stories have pointed this out, is that like. When the game came out, Square Enix was very quick to explain how well the game was doing. Yeah, that's true. And then suddenly, it's like, oh, not that well actually, because we're not. Because now it's time to pay up. Uh, decided it didn't do that well after all. Um, so yeah, really I mean, not all a good I can look. Say is that I hope it all works out for for them because like, uh, well, God, yeah, because I, I mean, feel uh, weird hearing all this. It's just like weird. It's, yeah, it just seems wild, doesn't it? You, you know, when you <laughs> when you find out that people in charge of things don't really know what they're doing or you know or act in a transparent and honest way and just like oh it's just like companies are just being run by people just like yeah, we'll just won't tell them how many it's sold and we'll just <laughs> we can just see if we can just not pay them they might like you know get a lawyer on it onto us eventually and then maybe we'll pay them but i don't know um but i mean yeah it's definitely feel for people can fly because like uh, you know they're not like a huge developer um so you know, like smaller studios, like it's it's a tenuous fucking existence at the best of times. If they were expecting like a payment from Square Enix that has, that has not arrived, just you know mysteriously, then um, that is you know that's really shit for them. And yeah, I mean, it, as you say, it doesn't any developers who are thinking of signing a deal with Square Enix might think twice about it. Seeing well, this story, I, mean, I, was I don't about know. To say people could fly will not be working with them again, regardless Ooh, of whatever outcome uh, they come to. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, there's been other stories. Um, we didn't talk about it on the show. Fuck, who was it? There was a, an indie dev did a big thread about uh, a contract they were offered 
uh, from a publisher on basically why they didn't take it and the various reasons why it could sort of potentially be exploitative. And then, you know, uh, sort of solicitors looked at it and they're like, eh, this is pretty standard, actually. Which doesn't mean it's right, but it is common. Um, so maybe this is a, a similar example. don't know. It's interesting because mm. we hear lots of stories about Actually, it's on game. Well, once on Game Pass, it's had like millions of players. Oh, wow, that must be brilliant for mm-hmm. you know revenue. And then you hear, yeah. then you hear about oh, actually, you know, like not only was it on Game Pass, it's had millions of players. Actually, as it said, you know, it's a, a quote in this about oh, the sales ratio is really high, even though it's on Game Pass, it's actually one of the top selling games of the week or month. Right, yeah. Okay, even better. That, that must be amazing. And anything, mm-hmm. actually, you know, it's on Game Pass. Therefore, Microsoft must have paid them loads of money. For it to be on Game Pass, it's must be brilliant for devs. And then you hear about this yeah. side of the story. Well, actually, obviously, <laughs> when these deals happen, there is like, you know, not everyone's getting money until certain thresholds are met, until certain revenue targets are met. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like, I know this is actually kind of the, uh, you know, in, in black and white, this is actually what devs have to deal with every day about mm-hmm. it's not just about a game might have had millions of players or sold loads. It's actually when all the dust is settled and revenue figures and whatnot are calculated actually it's you know what what are devs getting at the end of the day mm. it's i don't mm. think this will be the last time we hear about this kind of story of a, a six, <clears throat> what we deem no. as a in inverted commas successful game or successful mm-hmm. launch on game pass and it's like yeah and it's like say it's Not just wild that those those that. goalposts have shifted so significantly like i i think we all remember the days that like if a game sold a million units then they were laughing whereas now it's like you know, there are games that have to sell like five million plus, or else they don't even nearly break even. So it's just, yeah, wild. Um, yeah, it's Outriders great. is a good game. If you're listening to this and thinking, Do you know, what? I never played that. It's pretty fucking good. I re- I finished it. I had a really nice time. Hey, home. Nice. Um, cool. Next story. Um, Fortnite's got a new mode, and it's Among Us. What do you mean? No. It's called Go imposters. It's not. It's sorry, not it's the called, same. So it's called imposters. It's not the same. And it's new. It's a new mode in Fortnite where there's ten players and there's eight agents and two. Um, what do they call them? Imposters, of course. Hence the name of the mode. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Um, slow down. Slow down. You're telling me hmm? that the guys at the Fortnite saw a game mode. Guys at the Fortnite. Thought, That's a great idea. We're going to nick that <laughs> yeah. in a hope well, this, that it'll make them really popular. Is that? Is, the, is that? This is this is the thing, isn't it? But it's like even more brazen this time i think i don't um, know if it was sean was it i mean they literally helped out the developers of uh pub and then just nicked the idea no i mean like uh, epic epic was a ep- for probably using the you know unreal engine it's not quite the same as they helped out but yeah i do get oh, what I mean. see. okay yeah but what I you mean, yeah, about, like, they, they, helped, they like... helped them but no matt read the story they helped them <laughs> they literally got in oh, touch with them, them and helped them implement it in within the um yeah the engine. Oh, <laughs> it's, shit. it's darker than you think. But but this <laughs> is everyone um, forgets that Fortnite yeah. was is is called Fortnite because it was originally a game where you built bases and then every night some monsters would come and get you and then you'd have to shoot the monsters with your mates and then it'd be I mean, daytime that sounds and like you build again. It does sound a bit like Minecraft. Um, but that's why it's called Fortnite. And then they just went, ah, do you know what? Let's add this uh, battle royale mode to see how that does. <laughs> and <laughs> And yeah, look where we are now. Uh, so yeah, yeah didn't so- they start off? Wasn't it? A, um, they gave the battle royale mode for free. Yes, and then Fortnite Save the Planet was like, oh well, they'll play this, the and then yeah, they'll yeah. go that'll on. Be, yeah, that'll be the gateway to the. Mode. Yeah, that'll be the gateway to the real game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just completely. Yeah, did not work out like that. So yeah, so I mean, the, so yeah, so they've, they've nicked Among Us, right? Um, 
I think like in the dev said, the worst part is they have actively been trying to collaborate um, with Epic to do something like this. Um, and then yeah, this has just come out of nowhere. I mean, it's, it's shit because it's obviously, you know, we've always said like you shouldn't be allowed to like copyright game mechanics, right? Because that just murders innovation. Yeah, um, it does. And it stops people sort of, you know, doing their own spins on things. And, you know, so, but, you know, obviously within that, there should be like an unwritten agreement that when it's epic versus a tiny dev who've had like a, you know, this breakout hit, like maybe just leave them, don't, maybe don't nick their idea. Maybe <laughs> like you've got the resources to come up with something else. And and Fortnite does, yep. right? Obviously Fortnite does loads of shit that I literally barely understand at this point. Um, like they show screenings of films and have yeah, concerts I mean, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, they had like the Ariana wild. Grande like concert yeah. the other week like so yeah, yeah. they clearly are do, doing things which are which are you know which are generally in, innovative in games and crazy yeah. but I mean, yeah, the, yeah. the live events are absolutely brilliant and if you remember they're not easy to do or replicate either because no way. destiny tried it and my word like <laughs> when i saw what fortnite were doing with their live events i was like i can't wait to see how destiny do this <laughs> the destiny one was three hours of watching a star Hey, do you know we're coming up to a coming up to a a season end of Destiny, aren't we? I wonder if they're going to do something similar. That'll be interesting. Ariana Grande coming out, is it, or out of the little ball that's floating over the city, or fucking better be? Is that ball still there, Sean? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Oh my god! Right. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And Sean, is this a you think so or James Farley thinks so? Is this a? It's definitely no, no. The ball's still yeah. You still kick the ball around. Okay, he, no, he I'm can... talking about the big ball in the sky. The oh, big ball. Sorry, I thought you meant is. the one you could fucking hell. Um, yeah, no, the traveller's there, yeah. Call it the traveller, right. Dave. <laughs> Get a ball <laughs> around. Okay. It's not only still there, it's fucking healed, Dave. Oh, for Christ. You know, it had all, had all bits floating around it. <laughs> not floating around, they're all part of it now. What are you laughing at? Click. This is important. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sean, that's very disrespectful. No, don't worry. Uh, the other week... Joe Scrabbles asked me because uh, there was like a teaser for this new season. He was yeah, like, "Oh, what is this?" Hyped, aren't they? They're very. Uh, well, there's a lot yeah. of hype on Twitter about this, and it kind of makes me think I want to get um, back into that when I haven't got any yeah, time. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, what's this about?" And I was like, "How long have you got?" Because <laughs> I've been, actually been paying attention to the story recently, and it's been really good. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. But um, yeah, sorry, Fortnite cool. Among Us. Uh, yeah, really shitty. I don't know if there's much to say beyond that. Is there? It's just. Well, I mean, is it any good to play? Have you tried it? Have I yet? Okay, I mean, to be fair to the Fortnite, mm-hmm. um, there are loads of games that's just ripping that off in a worse way, isn't there? Yeah, true. You know, there's the, what is it, Duck, Duck, Goose and all that sort of stuff is yeah, practically yeah, yeah. the same thing, isn't it? Um, and that's doing really well off its own back. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's one of those situations where a game mode is very popular and it's going to be stolen by a bunch of other mm. uh, games, so... Yeah, I mean, I guess you can say the whole thing about the Battle Royale thing was just, yeah, it was taken in inverted commas and then adopted and everyone has a Battle Royale mode now. And you think, well, you know, it's like everyone copying PUBG, but this just, I guess it feels worse because it's like indie versus. Exactly, you know, it's the, the, the power, power <laughs> yeah, imbalance, yeah. isn't it? Like if, if, you know, Battle Royale had been invented by, you know, like Infinity Ward. And then indies were trying to do their own versions of it. That would just be cool. And that's when, you know, like, right, people are innovating on it. This is really interesting. But yeah, when it's the other way around, it just feels like it's being stolen from smaller devs. Um, which is shit. Okay. 
That's it for the news. Thief is a thief. Sean, all right? That's the way I see it. (laughs) Theft is theft, mate. Robin Hood, getting the slammer, mate. (laughs) Yeah. Was that your your bread, Aladdin? It wasn't, was it? You know, you may have a little bit of, you know, swagger about your mate, but you still nicked that bit of bread, didn't you, son? (laughs) I don't care if it was for a boo. That's very good. Is that it? Are we done with the news? That's it. That is it for the news. Let's get into what you've been playing, and I think this week we should start off with 12 minutes. Um, I'm suddenly really, I was going to say I'm suddenly really sad James isn't here. Yeah, Yeah, James was really excited to talk about this on the show. I'm very excited to talk about this on the show. Um, For those of you that don't know about it, 12 minutes is, uh, well, I mean, it really surprised me, this game, when I first launched it. Um, 12 minutes is a time loop game where you play the same, well, it it says you'd think it was 12 minutes long, but it's not actually for the most part of it. You can cut those 12 minutes short. Um, I think the main bulk of the loop is is around 10 minutes, Um, but you keep repeating a scene set in an apartment with um, a husband and wife, uh, and at some point, a policeman knocks on the door and arrests the wife and kills the husband. And you repeat that scene over and over again until you manage to find a way out of from the loop. Um, that's the basic premise. Um, we've the, the what caught my eye about this game. Um, it wasn't so much the fact that they had some great voice actors in it. You know, Ridley uh, was. Ridley oh, Scott, Scott. Yeah. Daisy, Daisy Ridley, yeah. Ridley Scott, no, <laughs> Daisy, Daisy, Daisy Ridley, um, Daisy Ridley, um, William, William Dafoe, Dafoe. Da- Daisy Ridley, um, da- William Daisy, Dafoe and James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, have I got da- that wrong, Daisy Ridley, just doing a time loop jag, no, ga- just, gag. no I was just, everyone kept saying Daisy Ridley and I just felt, oh, like, right. felt like keeping <laughs> it going, uh, it was a James sure, McAvoy, I was your one, James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley and William Dafoe, yeah, so yeah, so we, we, that wasn't what caught my eye. What caught my eye is that it had, it just had a really interesting perspective. It looked really grounded um, from the marketing leading up to it. And um, it had that top-down view. Everything's viewed in a top-down view. And it looked like a really interesting concept, a really interesting visual thing to look at. And I, I, I like the idea of seeing how I could experiment in this setting and seeing where the story went. And what struck me instantly was, you know, I'd heard reviews, I've read reviews and heard um, chatter about it on podcasts where they were saying, I didn't realise how point and click adventure this is. And I Mm. thought, okay, all right. So you walk around and you've got to pick up items and put them places and stuff like that. I kind of get that. That's fine. What I didn't realise is, no, no, you shouldn't be saying, oh, this is very point and click. You should be saying this is a point and click adventure game because you literally have a cursor on the screen. Okay. You point at where the character walks to. The character walks to that position. You look at an object, you point your cursor at an object and you, you know, he puts it in the pocket and then you can, you know, the items are all displayed. Well, you go to the top of the screen and there's a pop down menu with your items in it and you drag that over to what you want to interact with um, and all that sort of stuff. So that, surprised me um but i'd say for the first 20 minutes maybe the first two loops i was like okay i'm in right this is interesting yeah the first I half like hour this is going like, okay i'm entirely enthralled yeah how can i do this how can i do that let's see what happens if i do this let's see what happens if i do that um but my experience plummeted from that moment from about the third loop i think and, and here's my problem 
I know we're going straight into criticisms about the game. I'll be straight up front with you. I couldn't, I hated it by the end of it. Like flat out really didn't like it. And we'll go, go into why. Um, Cause I don't like shitting on games for just shitting on games, mm-hmm. but I think I really need to put out there why, why I had such a bad reaction to this game. Um, but, but you know, the first thing that hit me is that when I'm playing a game like this that has various different items and options and bits and pieces that you could do to try and influence the I need to know what my goal is. And early on, I realized that it doesn't really give you an indication of what your goal should be. So initially, I'm thinking my goal is to stop the cop from killing me or stop the cop from arresting my wife. Or yeah, I thought exactly the same. Yeah. But as you start to move further into the game, you realise that it's far more mechanical than that. And it's not, hey, try this, and this might work. And if that happens, then you could do this. And then if that happens, then you can do this. It's more, you need to get this piece of information in this loop. Then in the next loop, you need to say that piece of information to this character at this time to make this happen. And it's like, instead of instead of having the freedom of say, because what I've said to loads of people who've asked me about this game is that I went into it thinking this was going to be Hitman. Because to to me, Hitman is a better time loop game than 12 minutes is. Um, Simply because when you go into a level in Hitman, on the second, third, fourth run, everything's still happening at the same time. You know, every every step yeah. the characters are making, every conversation, that's all exactly the same. But you can manipulate certain things and see how that affects the outcome and then adapt what you're doing to react to that outcome, right? Yeah. Here, it is literally click the right thing at the right time to progress. Like, uh... That's how it feels to me. And not only that, if you don't click it at the right time, you then have to start that loop again. And sometimes the point in which you get to click that thing at the right time, you've got to set about three or four things in motion before you get to that point. So if you fuck that up, if you try the wrong thing or do it at the wrong time, you've then got to repeat everything you've done just to get back to that point to try something else. And I, I... so as I was playing through this experience, I was getting more and more frustrated with A, how mechanical it was, B, trying to wrap my head around what I needed to do to progress. You know, it didn't seem like I could work out things and then piece it all together in one run. It was literally, you will not be able to get past this loop unless you've done this specific thing and learnt this bit of information. Otherwise, you'll just be pissing around in loops forever right so so that was in terms of playing the game i was getting more and more frustrated um and then coupled with the uh the way everything is stitched together i found i don't know about you matt but that totally threw me out of the uh, situation if you're setting a game in one little area with three characters one of the things that you must do is make it believable you must make each character feel like they are there and they're aware of each other and um they're aware of differences that you're doing within that yeah, time and loop, right? they, yeah they their tone and response reacts well to the other characters that's what they need to yeah. do and it doesn't and 
it, it doesn't do that. It stitches things together in such a strange way. Like one minute you um you'll say something that really upsets um your wife in the game, she'll burst into tears or shout at you, and then you'll click on something and she'll go, Oh yeah, I've got to call about the the electrics in the thing. And I'm like, Oh the yeah, I did that. yeah. Like there's yeah. one moment where I there's like something uh, not shocking but incredibly powerful had been revealed. And then I'm like, yeah, should we, should we dance or do you want dinner? It's like, like fucking hell. And it's just like, yeah, the, the response was not really catered to what I just said to her. Which is all. so weird when, like, as you're saying, like the, the rest of it is feels so obviously sort of mechanical. Like you would think that, it, you know, if, if the design of it is otherwise quite rigid, that would prevent these weird little... Well, yeah, and no, but-, but I think if anything, that keeps in with the theme that it's so mechanical, right? right? So, so that it's not fluid enough to anticipate various different um, routes in conversation that you might have, right? Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's it's very uh, responses are tied to what you're clicking and mm. not what has gone before it. So, like for example, well, the best example of this is that, that I was in a situation where she told me a secret about herself. Mm-hmm. And she was really worried about my response. And she instantly started saying things like, why are you being so quiet? Just say something, please. Mm-hmm. So I, I clicked on her and we had a conversation over the space of about two minutes, various different things. But I must not have clicked the one thing that she needed me to kick, click to either calm down or understand me or whatever. Mm-hmm. The conversation ended and she went, I can't take this silence anymore. I'm going. And I went, we've just been chatting for Jesus. like, what are you talking about? This is really weird. And Which is I think- like, you know, things like that, you know, you get sort of weirdly incongruous things like that in conversations in games all the time. But when it's something so tense and so dramatic. Like massive RPGs. Yeah. Like you get that and you kind yeah. of expect bits and pieces like that. Yeah. But I think what it is, is that not only is it because it's so confined, that stuff is really like highlighted. Not only is it so narrative based that that stuff is is so highlighted, but also the fact that, um, you know, when you've got the concept of a, like the idea to the player is, Hey, it's a time loop, try new things out, try things out and see what happens in the next, like, how does mm. your actions affect this loop when that, it means that the reaction is not natural. Yeah. It kind of makes you think, all oh, right, well, that was pointless then, wasn't it? Because yeah. there was no reaction to what I was doing. There was just this very rigid response to conversation clicks i was clicking and Mm. i was kind of so by that point you know i'm about halfway through and i'm thinking i'm really not digging this but i'm interested to see where the story goes um and so i'm going to push on then you get to the latter part of the game some of the puzzles are are crazy in my opinion they uh, it's Mm. you know james said to me it's as if only people that knew the solutions had played this game. Like, you, you, <laughs> yeah. you know, once you know the solutions, you're like, right, okay, do this, do that, and do that, fine. But if you don't know the solutions, some of them just seem bizarre. Like, who's thinking this at the time? So <laughs> towards the end of the game, I, I fully had to just go and check a walkthrough. And oh, I, really? I, I hate that because, oh, God, yeah, Matt, you didn't check. No, no. Don't tell me you didn't no, check no, a walkthrough. No, I didn't. There's one where I was, like, super close, and I basically then did the thing. I, so... For me, the game it feels like okay, you see lots of things in a room and you like click on them and see how they react. But then it got to a point where I was just clicking loads of different parts of every room because I clearly missed 
a key facet and I found it. I'm like, okay, all right, that makes more sense now. But no, I, right. I, I, I didn't look at, I, I thought I would absolutely look at a, a guide for, the only thing I looked for a guide for was the, uh, was the, the alternative ending. Uh, but I was incredibly close because I hadn't found something in, uh, well, I won't say, I haven't found something. But Matt, is- I, I see, <laughs> I, I find that fascinating. If you're telling me you didn't check a guide, then you must have spent hours on this. Because oh, no, not I only- did. I checked my time <laughs> today. Someone else, um, my mate Joe asked me how long Go I played on. it. And it was like well over 10 hours. And I'm fairly sure it's like a four hour game for most. Right, but, but what I don't get is that uh, there are quite a few puzzles towards the end of the game. That not only, I mean, clicking on everything is fine, right? You can click, there's not actually that much to click on. There's not like loads of items that you can collect. No, but when, but you, when is, I was missing a key part in one of the rooms, like, I was, yeah. But, but what I'm saying is that not only have you got to know what item to click and in what order, you've also got specific timeframes to use it, especially in the puzzle where, how do I put this without spoiling it? Where, um, one of the characters is just about to leave the flat and you've got to show them something just before they leave. There's literally like a three-second time in there that you've got to do something. How did you do that? Uh, are you... Um, yeah, I don't know how it says about not spoiling. Skills. Um, explaining, it's just, it's just explaining, skills, a, expla- explaining a name. Yeah, so when I, you had to explain the no, name, no, but I'd already, I'd already worked out before I even had that opportunity in the conversation to discuss it. So like, did I. Yeah. So then, so no, no. I, so I tried multiple times to insert that object into the conversation and failed, and then kept, and then basically did it a little bit later until I, until I worked out the opportune time to do it. Yeah. So Wait, this on, game is like, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me for this puzzle, yeah. you tried it two or three times. It didn't work, and then you tried it again later without being told that no, that is sol- the solution. You just didn't get the timing right. Yeah, because it was obvious that uh, uh, this game, unfortunately, it's not about whether you have the solution. It's when you, it's unfortunately when you can insert that solution rather than saying I know what the answer mm. is. And so I, I knew it was to do with that item. I knew I had to show that person. Um, and uh, but every time, but earlier when I was showing it, it, it you know they're saying like one more. If I hear one more word from you, you're dead. Um, yeah, that's what I kept getting. Yeah, and yeah. I was so like, I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll wait until uh, someone else says something, and and that happens, then I'll then I'll suggest this item, which again doesn't feel natural. Does it's not like any good point and click or yeah, like like even other games like like Zelda games, we have like a okay, okay. I need to get this item. Give up to that person. This does that. Like that feels more natural. This is just wait for that thing to tick over. What, for yes or no? Okay, failed. Okay, I'll try again next time. Did that work? Yes. Move on to the next one. And then, yeah, so I, I, for that particular item, I knew that was the answer. I knew I had to hope. For, well, I'd hoped that me um, displaying it would would work, and I just kept trying it until it worked. Okay, all right. Well, fair play. You got more patience than me because also to point this out, Sean, mm-hmm. if that if that is how Matt got through it, yeah. then not only did he have to present that item yeah. every time he failed, he had to then do all the steps that led up to a position <laughs> where he could present that item. Yeah. No, well, See, no, he no, must no, have no, done no, that no, loop you, you in can, exactly. You can skip loads towards the end. What do you mean, skip it? You can only just you can skip some conversation, but it's, you've still got to go through it all. You've still got yeah, to. Yeah, you've still got to uh, do the initial th- bits. Yeah, um, but you can like yeah, get, but that's get, what I'm get, talking you can about. get everything in place and then say let's wait 
for that person and then it yeah you, yeah you yeah. can yeah you can skip time but you've still got to go and set everything up every time like oh, yeah, that no, no, infuriated no, yeah. me no, no i've just checked basically i <laughs> my time played on the xbox app is 10 hours 46 minutes fairly sure this is a four hour game uh so yeah i i, I played a lot and there's a lot basically i don't know how you had the patience to do that matt because, <laughs> because i, I want to see fuming. the story dave and i'm so glad that i did yeah but really but no, dave did as well he just did it in half all oh, right okay. okay gotcha but dave did cool. it in half the time as well that's i'm on dave's side here i, I would look to be fair to be fair i was really disappointed with myself like i i felt yeah. uh, you know i i i play these games one to make myself feel clever for working mm-hmm. out the puzzles, and two because I want to enjoy the story, yeah. right? And and we'll get to the story in a bit, but but the puzzles for me were so st- like uh, they weren't stupid because there is a logic behind them. There's an mm-hmm. easy way of saying that they're completely illogical. They're not right, but they're so limited in when you can do them, and and then coupled with the fact that the only way to try again... Like, I made this point on Rollmark, right, when we were talking about it. But I've played a lot of point-and-click adventures. If you're trying to brute-force your way through them, you, you click an object, you click it on something else, and the character usually shrugs at the screen and goes, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, huh? What am I gonna do with that? Not gonna try <laughs> and, that. <laughs> and and then you just try something else. But yeah. on this, instead of doing that, it's as if they go, that ain't going to work. Let's go back to a checkpoint from <laughs> the beginning of this mission bit and yeah. do all those bits first and try and up something else. Yeah. And it's just like, I, put a rewind. You're fucking with time anyway. But put like a clock in his, like look, let him look at his watch and rewind time for a little bit. Mm. What's wrong with that? Like, let me do that. It, it's just it's so frustrating. I, uh, it really put me off the game in terms of playing the thing. Um, but as we're moving on, right, there was that thing in my back, the back of my head. I want to see where this plot goes. And I just could not believe how bad the plot was in this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of people say, no, no, the story was really good. If you're one of those people, explain it to me then. Because I think I know what the plot is, right? And I'm pretty confident I know what they're going for. Even explain to me, it still doesn't make sense. It makes no sense to me. Just absolutely no sense. Even if you're going with what people seem to think is happening in this, it still yeah, makes no so sense to I me. I absolutely love media, like books, films, whatever it is, or games, uh, whereby the end is either ambiguous or who have different like readings into it. Like I think actually yeah. it means this, or I think this means this. Like that, that's why I absolutely love you know watching uh, like a particular type of horror film I've gone into recently, where you watch a film, you enjoy it, and then you read uh, read uh, watch afterwards, and like actually no, this means this. Like, okay, I absolutely love that kind of hidden symbolism or hidden meaning in certain things. This I thought okay, hmm, well the story is fucking shit. Um, maybe I've just missed something. And I'm like, no, I'm very sure this is the story. Well, this just doesn't make sense. And then I would watch after I finished it, like, hey, here's the ending. And and I'm reading like the comments on YouTube. People saying, well, actually, I think it's about this. And I'm like, no, this is this is just a boll. This is bollocks story wise. It just it's such a shame because you you know like. Sorry. Like they, no, I was just gonna say, like you know, they obviously so they they made a point of you know telling us who was in this game, um, the actors in it, and there is like a, a sort of implied 
um, you know, like approval there, right? And it's like, oh, well, if they got like fucking Hollywood actors in, they've presumably read the script and gone, do you know what? Actually, this is fucking good. I'll do it. William Defoe was in Detroit Become Human. Though, he so, was. Uh, <laughs> that uh, implication <laughs> might be lost on that one, but. I thought William Defoe's character was. Uh, I thought he, he was the best performance, definitely. Yeah. But, but performance saying lives that, <laughs> that didn't. Makes it, and I must admit, right? I, was, I listened to Nextlander talking about this, and they made a good point. You have to hear him saying, I, I mean, you should just go and listen to that podcast, make this point, because I feel bad talking about it, but it <laughs> made me laugh a lot. Um, just in case you don't listen to it, <laughs> they said, You want to go and you have to hear that William Defoe say prank call a lot in this, but, but for <laughs> some reason, it's like it's the first time he's ever heard the, the phrase prank call because he goes, Honey. I think you had a prank call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and Joe jo made a really good point because I, you know, I was showing her this game. I said, try and guess the voice actors or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when I told her that it's Daisy Ridley, she was like, "What? Well, what's the point in having her on if you, like, it's not even yeah. a recognizable voice?" I, and totally I, well, I did Obviously, say, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I did say to Joe, yeah, well, no, it's not just about her voice, it's about her like voice acting, you know, yeah, like she's actually, it's about, it's her, about her performance good. rather yeah, yeah, than just yeah. it sounding like her. But I, I, I kind of got a point at the same time. Yeah, because when I, when I started the game, I knew who the actors were in the game and I thought, okay, well, I'll wait for the Scottish person. Oh, no, I can't hear James McAvoy. Um, is that Daisy Ridley? And I, I kind of know it is Daisy Ridley. I mean, you, you can you can tell William Defoe's voice instantly. And I thought, like I said, yeah. I thought his performance overall was easily the best. Um, and but I, I don't know. I, I don't having those Hollywood performers is good for like you know it's it's more like about validity of the game. Wow, well, Hollywood Hollywood actors are in this game, but I I don't think having them in really did much. I mean, I. I just don't really see that. I don't really see what they... They didn't really add anything extra that a really good voice actor already couldn't do. Well, this is no, it, is it? I like, agree. Yeah, like I'm, I'm saying that, you know, yeah, like having Hollywood actors sort of sounds like a sort of seal of approval. But yeah, it's as you say, like the fact is there are loads of incredible, um, you know, voice actors who primarily do games. And um, you you almost wonder if, like, if you regularly voice games, are, are you therefore going to get a bit better at spotting like a, a good project like if you're used to like you're a hollywood actor and you're used to just getting a script perhaps when you come across something like this where it's quite granular right because there's all different ways it can go and and you know you there'll be lines you have to act that aren't really part of the eventual canon storyline presumably so it must be weird like they must have to act loads of stuff just completely out of context and like oh well you, there's one scene where you'll say this but actually it didn't really happen in the end you know, so it must be yeah, weird that, for them I mean, to. That's, assu- that's assuming that those those actors don't know what video games are. You know, uh, and I no, think but- <laughs> we're going to see less of. But no, like, but no, but there's a difference between yeah, like a game that's sort of re- you know pretty linear, and then something like this, which is quite sort of mechanical and yeah, for sure. You know, um, um, I don't know. I, it's, I, it's interesting. I I just, I'd be intrigued to hear from like an actor. Like, I don't even know how much access they get to the scripts, right? Um, and I imagine with something like this, where all the dialogue is so intrinsic to the puzzles, like probably the design of things shifts around quite a lot. Um, yeah. So you probably only get like the, the voice acting probably only happens like very you know late in the day. I would have thought. Yeah, it I happens know. late. I it's mean, interesting. we've we, you know it, uh, for Zombieland we work with voice actors, obviously, and it happens late in the day. But you do at least given the context of of, yeah. of how they're performing it. But who knows? I mean, yeah, everyone's different. 
I mean, I, I, I will say that the voice acting was fine. Like, I the, mm. I haven't got a complaint about the voice acting at all, really. You know, the, no, no, not I think all. the way the voices are stitched together are a bit, is a bit, well, it's very messy and can really take you out of the experience. Really? But that's not the voice actor's fault. You know, no. it's it, it, so I, I've got no complaints with the, the, their choice of voice actors. Was, that, that was fine. Mm-hmm. What I have got, what I've got a problem with is uh, with this game. I I could overlook some of the mechanical failures. I could look at overlook um uh some of the um puzzles that that were the, the, my frustrations around the puzzles, right? If, if the if the story shines through, then I think you can overlook a lot of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we all we're all big fans of Life is Strange, yet some of the puzzles in that are either piss weak or boring. Um, but you know, we can look through that stuff if the story shines through, if the characters shines through, and and it absolutely doesn't in this. And and the fact that I've seen quite high scores from certain outlets is absolutely baffling to me. I don't get it. I'd like to sit down, and talk to them about it because not to, you know, I'm not stupid enough to think that I my opinion is right and everyone should have this opinion and if you like this game you're wrong that's that's not how i think about things but i would like to sit them down and go well what did you find enjoyable about this and if you say the story please explain the story to me then because (laughs) when i had this you know the story is a little bit confusing at the end you don't really know what's happened but Mm. when you go and read the theories like say for example um inside Right, uh-huh. that was a game that came out with a really bizarre nar- narrative, the environmentally um, pushed narrative. Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and by the end of it, you didn't really know the full story. But reading the theories was great because you yeah. could you could go, okay, that theory is different to this theory, but you can put it together and go, that works, and that works too. I don't know which one I feel that I'm more warming up to, but they both work. Whereas the, when you're reading theories of this, you're going, well, no, that doesn't work because that, and that doesn't work because this. So what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, I really it, want an official kind of explanation about what the story actually is. And I don't care if it's like, well, we want the listener or the player to, to determine what they thought. I, I, don't, I don't want that. I wanted to say, tell me what the story is. I I re- I mean I I'm, I've enjoyed reading in YouTube comments and and whatnot Pills theories about oh actually this means this you know, and and like I said earlier that's why I enjoy it in like in media in general but I want to know what the actual story is so I could try and determine <laughs> what I think my opinion is of that because it's just bonkers and then you get there's a, there's a possible alternative ending I mean I think there's actually a few endings but there's like the first one you do when you finish the game and there are or other opportunities to have another ending. And that one doesn't explain it either. Like, well, well <laughs> this just, if anything, it makes it worse. <laughs> but what I will say is, right, yeah. I mean, overall, um, I uh, I actually feel like I really enjoyed the loop aspect. And I know it's basically for like, it's more of a war of attrition than, than playing like a, a really cleverly put together game where you feel like you have lots of options in front of you and actually, oh, actually, no, I, I, I did this in that area, this in this order, and we came to the same solution. I feel like this game is not that. I mean, maybe there are people out there who did things in different orders or different ways. But for me, I thought, wow, there's, there's loads of, in just two or three rooms in this flat, there are lots of opportunities to do things in different orders, different ways. And I just felt like, actually, no, 
they're all just red herrings and actually everyone's just been funneled down the same path. Like That's it. Basically, that, that's there, it. Are, there are like these vents in the house, right, which you can undo and there's like an opportunity to put something in the vent. I'm like, oh, wow, okay, right. What's going to happen here is in, in the first loop, I'm going to open the vent, I'm going to put something in the vent. In the second loop, I'm going to be able to get that thing, which I've only been able to access because <laughs> I put it in the first loop. That? Huh? Why did you think that? Because because I because because you have information from one loop to the next. So I thought maybe it's like a uh, maybe it's a cool mechanic whereby oh if I hide this in the first loop in the second loop I can get it where ordinarily I wouldn't be able to because it's been moved. Doesn't that ruin the whole idea of the time loop then, Matt? Well, no. I, I, I thought I thought they would be clever with it and and allow me to like change things because that's not clever. I, because, that's, because, that's because I know I know. But the character, <laughs> the main character, knows the loop's happening, right? So I thought, okay. Yes. Could I affect yeah. the future by putting things in vents, moving things around, and that would allow me to do things in the future that I wouldn't be able to do ordinarily? No, no, that's the, but no, no because it's not that kind of the, game. In the idea of a time loop, you, you're going back in time, not forward in time. Yeah, the the only thing that carries through is the main character's awareness. Yeah. Like all the physical things have to revert. Yeah, but, or else... but, but but when I saw the events, I thought, okay, maybe it's this kind of game. It's it's absolutely not that kind of game. It's just really I mean, the time loop field doesn't extend just... into past events. <laughs> just imagine that. At the end of like the first Groundhog Day, Bill Murray's <laughs> taking the piano up to his his bedroom because he thought, well, you know, I'll wake up in the morning and yes, it'll be a new day, but at least I don't have to go to the piano class down the road now. <laughs> well, I can I just play in my bedroom. Can do, like, in the okay, okay, is it allowing me to do? make changes in this loop anyway that's not the case um in fact all the all the vents are basically bollocks you can put things in events what's the point you could it, it, i don't know it, like, it, but that, you're that, right that, that, that annoyed me the fact that like you know y- your wife has an announcement she's just made dessert where's the other courses that doesn't make sense it's like there's <laughs> i mean like you're also this okay I feel like I, I know what I'm doing now. I've got this person in this position. I've got this item on me. I'm going to be able to execute this perfectly because I feel like given what I know and what I can do in certain orders, I can be really clever. And if I do things in certain times, that means I have this. I mean, I was basically working at every kind of connotation about, okay, if like if that person is dead or that person's tied up and that person's just knocked out, do they wake up if they're if they're tied up but just knocked out what does that mean no it's not none of that stuff where i'm really trying to be clever about the situation that doesn't matter there's just one way to do it and i started this conversation being embarrassed that i had to look it up on on a um <laughs> uh, a walkthrough and matt didn't but now listening to how matt viewed this <laughs> the ideas that he had in his head i'm actually quite glad that i yeah, needed I, a walkthrough to get through this. crazy stuff you know and, and like, so I I worked out so many permutations around whether I can knock someone out or and and, and you know the order in which to do stuff to enable me and the other person to be you know lucid versus the other person. Uh, apparently, all that was just pointless anyway, and it was just you just have to do it a certain way. But I thought it'd be a bit more creative, a bit, a bit less linear. Turns out it's extremely linear. There was bits where I'm like, okay, well I've done this and this, I surely the conversation will allow me to progress in a certain way but no even though i'd done certain things and learned certain bits of information my character didn't then say aha but no that that didn't happen it was just um yeah you at ha- least at least at least give me some idea of what i'm trying to achieve, achieve yeah i progress. think you're totally right with that i i hadn't really twigged but yeah it, it, in like so many games of Sometimes a lot of games are. It's not about um, 
how you succeed. You basically learn to succeed through failing. And this is absolutely that. But you're, you're, not only do you have to find out where to go by failing, you have to work out where to go having not been told where you're even going. So not only like, okay, right. you've got to go to uh, B. Um, and so you try loads of failings around A and you eventually get in. Like, you don't even know what the end goal is really i mean you okay things are happening you need to try and stop no you can't stop them you can kind of just move around them yeah and all that aspect maybe i expected too much of the game maybe i thought it was a bit more creative than it actually was maybe i thought it's a little bit less linear than it was um but i haven't said that but but, but i did enjoy um the various loops okay well that one failed i'm gonna try this next time ultimately, How I, was can disapp- you enjoy ultimately that? I was disappointed because all my creative executions on these various different loops didn't work out and it was just i don't know you just, you just do that and um sometimes it's literally but- like you know that scene in groundhog day where he's trying to um flirt with his producer sean I, to, you know, there, it's been too long since I've seen it, but go on. But there's a scene where Bill Murray is trying to flirt with his producer in a bar, and mm-hmm. he goes up and he says, "Oh, you, I, I always, do, I always drink to good health." And then she looks upset and says, "Oh, I always drink to world peace." And then it cuts, and he's back at the bar again. And he goes, "Well, I always drink to world peace. Oh, so <laughs> do I." Oh, what are you reading? A book about poetry? And he sort of just like looks down, and next he's like reading a poem from the book, like off the top <laughs> of his head and stuff like that. Quick cuts, it keeps showing him how he's progressing through that mm. conversation. Imagine that scene where you then had to see him get up, do his, <laughs> you know, get ready for, get ready, go to the bar, go yeah. through his day, get ready to go to the bar, then fail again, and then, oh, God, wake up Shite. again, get ready. That's how the game felt to me. It was just, it, it was just ridiculous. I, 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 yeah, it really bummed me out. And I think ultimately, as I say, as I said at the start of this, I don't like, just come in for games. You know, there's been accusations of pylons and all this sort of stuff. Everyone's just gunning for it. Um, and I don't like to be part of that. I genuinely don't. Well, because, yeah, me, we were really excited about this. We should point that yeah, out. Like, we were really it. looking forward to this. Like, I've... That's it. Um, I think I've said recently, like, you know, like, New had mentioned recently, there's been ages since I've played anything that, like, she can sit and watch with me. And I was like, mate, this is, this is it. This is fucking it. Yeah. 12 minutes yeah. is going to be great. We'll sit down and we'll play it together. And probably just won't now. No, but no, for sure. <laughs> I still think you're. You should still play it. I think it would work well as a two-player game. I mean, yeah, you might yeah. not be. You might not be like enamoured with the how it ends and whatnot. But I still <laughs> think it'd be an enjoyable experience with two of you, especially if you're interested in trying to find a game where you can both kind of play and it's a narrative-led yeah. game. It has its issues, sure, but I don't regret playing it. Um, I mean, I, I the story was not good, um, and I was <laughs> disappointed with maybe my own pre- preconceived ideas words different to how the game uh, played out but i'm okay, glad so, i played it so 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 why are you glad you played it but because i i enjoyed trying to work out what the way to solve the loop was um i, I thought that was good okay well i mean admittedly most of my creative executions weren't the way to do it it was actually just one very particular narrow path but i thought okay i failed that one how about i do this next time and do that in a certain order grab this move this what are my opportunities if i do this first. I, I enjoy trying to work out what the executions could be if ultimately the that final execution so was actually kind of uh, uh, underwhelming, but I enjoyed the aspects of that to the point where actually I've bought Overboard now, uh, which I know you played a bit, Sean, because I wanted a bit more of like mm. a... I, I enjoyed the loops, but the story, I felt totally let down by the story and it wasn't a satisfying ending or satisfying conclusion to the game overall, but the actual mechanics 
although they need a lot of work in the things we just mentioned, I enjoyed the aspect of trying to determine what the right way is to go through a loop, even if ultimately it wasn't as creative as I would have hoped. So let I, me ask I mean, you, I, Sean. Let I me ask you, Sean. Yep. yep is yep. Nusheen into mechanics? Not really. Well, then uh, I would go against Matt's advice and say <laughs> definitely do not play this uh, no, I, mean, I, I say that like we, we've had a really good time you know i've mentioned um, there's these like escape rooms you can do at home right they're like in like escape room in a box um like we've done quite a few of those that they've been really good fun um so yeah so i suppose she's up for like doing puzzles but i don't know Bartley. this sounds like it might be okay. too irritating <laughs> um, it's pretty terrible. i mean probably also, yeah, there's like, some really horrible stuff in there there's really? some genuinely horrible stuff in there that you have to do to progress Oh, really? That made me just feel rough. Oh, you know, okay. uh, things that you have to just watch and things that you have to hear and stuff. It's, mm. I don't know, man. I Ugh. don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't hate I, it. it I, wasn't I didn't. What I thought, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I didn't get on with Overboard, but it does very much sound like Overboard does a better job of letting you play. So, like, Time doesn't progress until you do stuff, right? So you're not constantly like, oh, fucking now I've got three seconds to do this or, or whatever. Like, you can plan it meticulously and then play it out at your, you know, at your own pace when you do know what to do. And I think it sounds like Overboard does a better job of like, you can fast forward back to a certain point in the story, right? Once you, you start a loop again. Um, yeah, see, so this you basically so, have to try and find a way to fail. I mean, I do that loads. So I'm like, okay, I fuck this. I'll just. Walk out of the apartment because that restarts it. I did that loads. Yeah, because I, I mean, was like, yeah, well, like, yeah that's not all you got. There's other ways to restart, isn't there? Yeah, there are. So, but I thought that was always the quickest way just to walk out the front yeah, door. Yeah, you're probably right. Actually, seeing as you're in that room most of the time, anyway. Um, look, I, I, you know, I'm glad you got something out of it, Matt. I, I was just, I think ultimately that was it. I think you were bang on, Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt really disappointed is the word because I was really excited by this i love time loop stuff i really do love time loop stuff mm. um you know the, the the idea of what that gives you the options of doing is fun and um you know finding out how you can manipulate a timeline just by doing simple actions is is a really exciting one um and uh, you know i like the style of the game i like the look of the game um and everything seemed it seemed to be pointing me towards you know potential game of the year stuff and i suppose that's my own fault for getting that hyped up for it oh right but, i never um, had that what, in my mind i had i saw the trailer and thought okay this is interesting but i never never even conceived of the idea of this being i didn't really have a conceived preconceived idea about whether it's gonna be good or bad i just was interested well, it's in the concept. just it's, it's not that it's just the fact that the themes and the settings seem so perfect for me and that you know right up my street um and then but ultimately i was left feeling completely cold not only by the gameplay but also by the plot so yeah mm. that's that's why i've had such a negative reaction to yeah. it I, think. I thought it was interesting and worked well the fact it was just overhead the fact you couldn't see the characters expressions not only obviously that, yeah, saved that stuff on, was great not only that saved on kind of like budget of, of the game but also the fact that you couldn't see if they were happy or sad or pissed off and you just had to kind of take it from from the the dialogue which i thought was an interesting way of doing it but also, if you're doing puzzles where I have to get to something, don't have that character, another character, stand in the way of it. 
And uh, it, you know, because sometimes I was like, just go out of the way, please. <laughs> um, or if I click on that object, make sure that character moves out of the way as my character strolls up to it, because this is extremely frustrating. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's probably Dave, enough. You if get you like the, time you get the games, idea may I uh, recommend Outer Wilds? I was going to say... I'm probably going say... to play Hitman again, okay. because that <laughs> is, for me the perfect representation of a time loop game. That is what I want. <laughs> In that it isn't one. Um, <laughs> well, it is one, though, isn't it, Sean? I, I, it know, is I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You, um, you, you do exactly the same thing. You go into that level with, um, uh, you know, information that you've taken from a previous run, and yeah. you take that. You, the consciousness is all in your in your head rather than the character's head. But you do know that, hey, there's, there's there's a fireworks display going on at this time um, going in during the second run. So you find out how to manipulate that to kill someone. Yeah, because it's, it's a set of, yeah, it's a set of variables that all play out in an identical sort of clockwork way every time apart from you. Yeah. <laughs> and like and yeah you're the sort of the agent of chaos among it and that's sort yep. of where it gets interesting but like yeah like outer wilds which hold my hand up didn't finish it um but i know i should um like that does such a good job because that's like like no like it's very rare that you have like a fully wasted loop in that right you 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 can yeah, just go off and investigate something about something yeah and, and it feels you, you yeah you, you there's multiple planets in like a 21 minute loop like how can i possibly see everything learn everything but you mm. play so many loops you learn little bits of each planet and that ultimately all links together to form one giant picture and that's and also i love space but my god For me, i think yeah i'm not getting into my problems with um with that game but let's let's um let's move on because i you know you you get the idea what we think about this <laughs> game and um I, I i always feel really sad when we when we uh, when we were all negative about the same game, but um, you no, know. it's not a good feeling. I'm I'm sad that James no. isn't here because I know he's got loads of uh, points as well. So we'll, have, we'll definitely have to come back to this. They're next pretty week much when James what I said. We we had a long conversation <laughs> about it over the weekend. I mean, he came over on um, Saturday night, uh, sort of as our last Wasn't little meet up before he, he moves away, and we we had a good long chat about uh, why we didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think we covered um it was funny when we first started talking about it he seemed very positive on it and i was very negative mm. and i thought monday's gonna be a nightmare when we <laughs> go into this game but then uh but then he he's he slowly worked it out you know he, he came <laughs> over to my way of thinking for once and uh yeah we ended up agreeing about it we also watched i, I don't know why i'm dropping this in here but we, we also watched them um, have you seen uh, Elstree 1976 no. or 73 what is no. it 1973 I've no I think idea. about the, the, the filming of the original Star Wars film and mm. all the oh, it's a really weird documentary but they've just whacked it up on um, Prime it's included with your Prime sub <laughs> and um, yeah it's a documentary about um, the the background actors the supporting actors and the extras from that original Star Wars film about their lives, how it was affected by Star Wars and what they're doing now. And it's a weird documentary. It needed an editor. It's probably an hour's worth of good stories with 45 minutes worth of stories that they just chucked in for literally no reason. <laughs> Some of them you're sitting there going, why is that even in? But I don't know. If you're interested in that stuff, watch that because James and I were laughing throughout at the, the bitterness of some of the actors being <laughs> furious that the extras had bigger cues at the... Uh, 
<laughs> there was one Sean that was like you actually see my face in Star Wars you don't he's got like a helmet on and he's got cues <laughs> around the block <laughs> uh, so maybe it is worth a watch actually we were laughing a lot anyway that sounds good um, the other game I've been playing this week is a uh, I quickly played uh, Faraday uh, Faraday Protocol oh yeah um, because I'll tell you what happened we, we have um uh, a string of uh, emails from PR companies and stuff. Uh, a lot of indie games because you know we 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 cover a lot of indie games, mm-hmm. um, and we saw this one. And I, we, you know, occasionally I don't, well, very often I read the the PR uh, information about a game that comes in, and this one it just like I've not played. A, I always sent, tend to play a game like this once a year, and always tend to enjoy them. And it is, you know, the portal. The um, what was the one that we really liked last year, Sean? The perspective one. Uh, oh, superliminal. Uh, superliminal. Superliminal. You know, it's it's a puzzle, a first-person environmental-based puzzle game. Um, where you know, like I was hoping that the marquee, the marquee or the marquette was uh was going to be the one for me this year that came out on the PS5 early on. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, on PS Plus, and I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> Well, this one's a little bit more interesting, I think. It's um, uh, the the plot is you land on a planet and you find all these sort of ancient Egypt style structures everywhere, um, and then you pick up this weird energy gun and you finally find like you find yourself in these weird trials, these puzzle trials. Mm-hmm. And so far, it's all very basic puzzle puzzling. Like you move this block here, you move the, this item here, you push, the, you know, you connect these two things together, and then you get through to the next chamber. Um, but in the hour or so that I've played that, I've had way better time than I have played um, um, uh, 12 minutes. But I'll, I'll talk about that more next week when hopefully I've, I've worked my way through it. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to give that a shout out because I've not seen anyone talk about this game. Mm. And uh, so, well, you know, I, I like I like these sort of uh, first person puzzle games. Um, so hopefully this one holds up and. And the story gets a little bit more interesting, um, but I'll, I'll report back on that next week. Um, Matt, have you got any anything else to talk about? Yeah, so I I hate sold Skyward Sword. Oh, really? What do you mean? I mean, in a moment of hatred, I just said, "This is fucking leaving the house now. We're not playing it." Anymore. <laughs> right? What <laughs> happened? Well, uh, Elodie and I have been playing it, you know, fairly regularly, and then she'll play and enjoy it, and then we'll. She'll say, oh, it's a bit, you know, can you do this bit? Because it's a bit kind of complicated. And it's mostly because we're using, either, either we're using the controller controls and, you know, using the stick I didn't really get on with, um, or we're using motion controls. And it got to a point where we got to a boss. And I was like, this is bullshit. It, or either control system is bullshit. I'm saying this. Right, fuck this, <laughs> right. Um, what boss? Uh, I, it was in the first temple. I, actually, I'm not, I don't, um, wasn't Whoa. even the boss. It was... Uh, no, actually, no, it wasn't even a boss. It's basically just like um, hanging um, kind of Venus flytrap enemies. And I was like, I can't, <laughs> I cannot be fucked playing this. This is awful. <laughs> I, I'm done, right? It, this, I, I don't give a fuck about this game anymore, right? So um, earlier that day, we had played, um, was it 51 all-time classics? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, we, because we enjoyed it when it came out. You know, we played a bunch of those games. And we also played bowling. And uh, we enjoyed it. And the whole time I was just like, you know, the, the classic person who played a, a better game elsewhere. Like, this is rubbish, Elodie. It's just, onto you will not believe, Elodie, how good 
Wii Sports is. This is this is rubbish. This is rubbish. And even she was like, you know, this is this is. It's basically she was swinging a Wii remote. It wasn't. It would, you know, they were like, no, you got to hold that away. Do this, let go. And I was like, so I, I hate sold Scarborough Swords. Like, LED, get your jacket on. We're selling this game and we're going to buy a Wii now. And we did it. <laughs> right. She got a coat on. I packaged up Skyward Sword and we went to our local CEX Emporium and we bought a Nintendo Wii. Um, and we How bought, much was it? Uh, the Wii itself was uh, 20 or fake, um, 20 quid, I think, 20 quid. Okay. That's, um, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, oh, no, actually, oh, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it could be more. Who knows? Right? I, I, because I, I, I parked that game. Either way, right? <laughs> I bought a Wii. I was like, give me extra Wii controller. Give me Wii that Sports. That shit ain't even got HDMI, is it? I was gonna say. You did a fucking <laughs> no, scarf so socket on your telly. I went to things like, okay, brilliant. I want, I want your Wii. Uh, I won Wii Sports. I won Wii Sports Resort, and give me that Wii Play because that's only like a fiver. Extra Wii Mote. Let's go. And then mm. I got to Till, and I was like, oh, hang on, this, this. This fucking thing doesn't have HDMI, does it? And he's like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> and I was like, HDMI adapter. He's like, nope. So I had to wait uh, 24 hours. Do not have component? Yeah, did they not ha- give you... No, it came with the SCAR thing, and my TV yeah. does not have... Not have yeah, whatever, my TV does not have the things that came with, basically. Yeah, okay. Um, so I bought this like, a little tiny adapter on, the, on Amazon for like a fiver. That came the next day, and we eventually played Wii Sports. Um, uh, before we go to Wii Sports, we also... I bought... Um, we bought Resort because I haven't really played it before. I was like, this is awesome. Uh, no, it turns mm. out you need you absolutely 100% need Wii Motion Plus. Wii Motion so ha- Plus. Yes. I have yes. not played that yeah, yet. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're, Wii, Wii Motion Plus is like a fiver. I think fiver per like module type thing. So mm. I'm going to buy Can't a couple you get, of them. You, you, you get the ones built in, the Wii Motes with Motion Plus built in. You can, well, yeah. Well, the Wiimotes I got with my particular Wii did not come with that built-in. Um, but yeah, either <laughs> no, way... No, but what I'm, I'm saying gonna, is that... Yeah, okay. I'm, right. I'm going to buy either Wiimotes with a built-in or I'm going to buy a Wii Motion Plus. I'm going to buy the jackets. I'm going to buy the straps, whatever it takes. I, I, I yes, want to play it because I, I obviously love Wii Sports and didn't play Wii Sports. How much Wii Sports Resort did you guys play and how uh, did you feel about a it? A fair bit. Yeah, so, no, I, I, I really yeah. liked it. It's nowhere near as good as the first one, but it's still... Yeah, it's got some good... The archery was brilliant in it. So I, I don't think you, no I never played Resort I played the Wii U one uh, which was that just Wii Sports U I think it was yeah um, I think which it is was, which yeah. is really fucking good but yeah no I never played Resort all right so yeah we got that um, for like another eight quid or whatever but couldn't play that and I'll buy the Wii Motion Plus but I bought Wii Play um, obviously back in the day everyone bought that actually got they got a controller basically with it or it was a cost of a controller <laughs> and you got that like, game with it it was terrible yeah I was like can I, sorry, okay, can I just say this, everyone then, stop it so everyone stop emailing in it was Wii Sports Club on the Wii U not Wii Sports U <laughs> sorry <laughs> was it, can you buy can you buy each game mode piecemeal on the Wii U Yes, you could, couldn't you? And then it was like, but it was like, oh, but it's a little bit of a discount if you buy all of them or something. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry, Michael. So yeah, we play. Um, I forgot that back in the day you had to play every game one at a time before you unlocked all of them. You don't <laughs> that's get... right. Yeah. Oh so shit. Like, oh, brilliant! I remember there being a pool game melody. We could... Oh no, wait, that's like eight or ninth game in. We've got to play <laughs> this fucking duck duck hunt game first. Anyway, we played a bit of that. It wasn't as good. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter what any of this shit cost, right? The important thing is I've got Wii Sports back in the house, and let me tell you, Wii Sports is still absolutely incredible. <laughs> so many years later, it still feels amazing. Bowling feels amazing. Tennis is immensely fun. Golf is brilliant. Baseball's brilliant. It's just it's one of the all-time great games, isn't it? I'm just, when I was playing Fifty One All Time Classics, I was like, Elodie, it's just not as good. 
a part of me was thinking, oh, actually, Matt, maybe you're misremembering it. Maybe actually <laughs> at the time it was good, but actually playing now it would be rubbish. Maybe we shouldn't be, you know, maybe this is what actually Wii Sports was like, but back in the day it felt new. No, mm. it's totally different. You can put a spin on it. It feels good. It feels natural. It like it wasn't like LED, hold that button, let go here, swing here. She's just like, yeah, press that and swing. And it just worked. And I, I'm so I'm so glad we got Wii Sports back in the house. We we went away for a couple of weeks, obviously on holiday, but we played it pretty much every day, apart from the days where obviously we were away. You know, <laughs> we you know a, a boxing is knackering, but you know I also bought nunchucks, so we played it at boxing. But tennis is still immensely fun. Like I, I was playing like one player tennis when LED was out the other day, and I was like, we had like a really great a really great game with a computer player. Wii Sports <laughs> is just absolutely incredible. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that it's not just my memory of, oh, you know, it was good back in the day. No, it's still fucking good. It's 2021. It's still a great game. <laughs> what a game. This is the most dad you've ever been. <laughs> what, what a game. Uh, I'm so, I'm, it's in the house. I'm so glad. But I, I, I want to try Wii Sports as well because I need to get Wii Motion Plus. But yeah, Wii Sports, brilliant. I'm so glad I hate sold that Skyward Sword. It, and just, it, just to check, does Ella, does Ella do you agree with you, or is she just like, yeah, all right, no, 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 right. She's not, no, she's not uh, interested well, in the slightest. I, I don't know, I haven't really asked her. No, no, um, <laughs> no I, 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 that was really funny. Not about her. Dad, <laughs> Dad, I'm really enjoying this Zelda game. No, we're taking it back to the shops. What, to get Breath of the Wild? No, we're getting a Wii. <laughs> but Daddy, I can do the control. Shut up. <laughs> you don't know what it's like. Um, I, I, think, no, but I, I think we will, I think I am going to buy Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild because I think absolutely like buy her Breath of the Wild. I think if she was enjoy enjoying that, that Zelda game. Actually, then, oh first, my god! Her first game was Link's, you know, the remake of Link's Awakening on Switch. Well, that yeah. was the first game she properly kind of picked up a controller to play, and and then I was like, okay, now this is like your first 3D Zelda. But no, I, I was think again when I was playing that, we were playing it together. She was like, it's a bit awkward, and this doesn't work. I'm like, again, this is just this is shit compared to Breath of the Wild. We'll, we'll buy that, and I'm sure <laughs> we'll have a great time before the sequel comes yeah, out. But um, but one one thing my we did come with, um, uh, which I didn't know at the time, I was obviously oh I, I kind of remember these ports and whatnot. I just flaps. remember this, yeah. Um, and yeah, I I um, lift up one of the flaps. And I was like, it's got an SD card in it. Like, oh, no. what what the fuck is it? I mean, first thought it was porn. I don't know why. I guess I see any sort of USB <laughs> thing. I'm like, it's, it's someone's probably put porn on this. No, um, I turn the Wii on obviously, and then there's like. There's the homebrew channel, which um, <laughs> having never ex- kind of investigated stuff ever before, uh, I was like, okay, this is interesting. I mean, I still haven't really because I've been away, but yeah, someone who ever sold CX left their SD card in it. Um, there's a homebrew channel on it. I assume I can, you know, uh, download and install things. I haven't investigated mm-hmm. that bit yet. I, I also, there's like an update for the Wii console, which I'm not going to do. Um, because yeah. I assume if I do that, maybe things will break. Who knows? But yeah, Possibly, it came yeah. with that. Um, I, I I went to the Wii Shopping channel because I wanted to hear that music. Obviously, it's on YouTube, but um, I can't because I need to update the console to do that. So that's ah, annoying. Uh, we created our Mies, which was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just good. Wii Sports is still fucking brilliant. I mean, I've I've wanted a Wii Sports on Wii on, on Switch, sorry, for so long. <laughs> We're still talking about Wii Sports. <laughs> no, because uh, yes, because it's incredible game, incredible game. Um, but I've I've wanted on Switch. So I'm like, oh yeah, wasn't Wii Sports good? But no, I'm happy to say it's still great, and I'm excited to good. see what Wii Sports Resort is like. Um, I mean, it, it, it would just be that one game, probably maybe those two, but who cares? Still good. 
Um, cool. What else? It's most. Oh yeah. Also, um, I started Fantasian Part Two. Fantasian oh, yeah. is the Mister Walker JRPG from the the team who originally, I guess, worked worked on or created Final Fantasy. Mm. Uh, it's an Apple Arcade game. The first game came out earlier this year. I put like twenty hours into it. I think it's like a ten-hour game in classic me fashion. Um, and there's part two is out now, and they say this is actually a forty to sixty-hour uh, game Ooh. now in part two. Part two, I say, is more quest-based, uh, whereas the first one was much more story-led. So I'm excited to see what it's like. Um, I started playing it, and um, I played it using my Razer Kishi, my phone into it, and um, nice. there wasn't like when I started playing it, it just kind of brought me back exactly where i was at the end of part one but part one ends and then once you kind of see credits you kind of go back to like the save point prior to the the, the final boss basically but but, but it, it saves that you killed the final boss but it's kind of just before it, if you, in case you want to do it again so i started i'm like okay brilliant i'm just gonna be like a huge cut scene it'll say fantasy in part two so excited <laughs> let's go and i i you know started the game and you know, I continued my save. And it's just like, okay, you're here now in this last area. I'm like, do, do I have to kill the boss again? Like, there's no, <laughs> there's no, where do I go? <laughs> so I just like, I wandered around and I had to like kill, but basically it, rather than um, you going into random battles, you can send all the enemies you've seen around, potential random battle into like the uh, Dimension is what I call it. And then you basically have to fight oh, yeah, everyone yeah. at once rather than you yeah. having random kind of battles across the map. So I suddenly had, I was, I was already on like 39 out of 40. So I hit one enemy, suddenly had like a 40 person battle having not played the game for months and months. I finished that. And then um, I just wandered around a bit and I think I basically kind of found the start of part two. But there was no big fanfare. There was no big kind of cutscene and explanation and story. It's just, it just really is literally carrying on from 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 where part one ended off but ended mm. um but no i'm i'm excited to see more because i really really enjoyed fantasian i thought it was brilliant um i'm sure i mean i, I don't know I, I assume there is like an exclusivity period of some sort on apple arcade but when it comes to other consoles or switch or whatever i reckon it'll do incredibly well because i really really enjoyed what i played at part one and um this is obviously way 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 bigger like three or four times the size of the first part but um i've started that again Excited to see where it goes. And that's cool. pretty much it, really, for me. All right. <clears throat> uh, James? James is dead, not here. Oh, yeah. Sean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, was that a gag? Or were you... No, okay. it wasn't. It was me that have... I've not slept. Go on. Ever. Hi. Um, Hi. I've, been I've been playing Ark Hi. Smith. On the Oculus Quest, which I think is the only thing it's on. I don't think it's... Um, uh, yeah, it's exclusive, another, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is a... Uh, it's a Biffle game. It's a Mike Biffle game. Um, uh, uh, Sean, I officially supposed to say it's a Biffle joint. It's a Biffle, yeah, sorry, yeah, it's Biffle joint. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm a big fan of... Um, weirdly, I've not played any of his sort of more recent, like, bigger games. I've still not played John Wick Hex, even though... I should. Um, I never played. What was the other one? The stealth one that they did. Oh, Vo what was, was that the called? Volume. Is that them? Volume. Volume. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's what. Never it played is. that. But I really like um, the sort of the Biffle shorts as they're as they're known. Um, so subsurface circular and then quarantine circular. Just these really interesting 
um, sort of choose your own adventure, just like really good little science fiction, essentially science fiction novels, but with, you know, some interactivity and stuff. They're really cool. Um, so I was intrigued by this. Um, it's, yeah, it's a game, it's like, it's a VR game where you sit at a desk and you build things out of little cubes. You're like, you're on this space station in the future um, and, you know, you've just sort of been hired as this apprentice um, and you just, like, <laughs> like literally all like all it is is yeah you, you're sitting at this desk you've got like this one monitor to one side which tells you like you know the, the orders that have come in and you can be like right someone needs like a um you know like a cooling device or someone needs a fucking like a little solarium for growing plants in or whatever and then it gives you so like you click on one and then it gives you like the the pieces that are sort of unique to that device that you're trying to build. They'll sort of appear on your table. And then there's all sorts of like standard parts, right? And basically the gist is you've got to build the thing with ideally as few parts as possible. Um, so, you know, it'd be quite easy to build something that uses way too many parts, but the, the joy is in trying to do it in sort of a minimalist way. Um, the trick is... Um, that obviously you have to like everything has to be sufficiently powered, um, but you also can't overpower things or else they blow up. Um, but equally, everything like every battery and every component that's switched on also generates heat. So then you need heat sinks, but they block electricity. And because you're putting everything together in sort of like these three D cube shapes, which all have different like attachments on them and stuff, um, you're trying to figure out like the most efficient way to like get these devices to work. Um, and it's kind of it like it sounds quite complicated, but there's a it takes the the Minecraft approach of like everything you build is made up of these little cubes, right? Um, but it's it's fine because if it was any more complex, you just get really pissed off with it. Um, I did yeah. read some reviews saying like, oh, you know, like oh, it does get like really a bit silly, like you get really frustrated trying to figure out solutions and stuff. I mean, I haven't yet. Um, I haven't finished it, but I've, I've built some what feels like fairly complex things and it's all sort of you know more or less made sense you have like this little tool as well that sort of acts as like a like a thermometer and a a voltmeter right so you just sort of you point it at components in this thing that you're building and it shows you like right well here's how much current is going through it and here's how much like how hot it is and then sort of and you can look like right well hang on that can withstand like a heat of like five and it's currently going up to three and then four and then um like so you sort of constantly monitoring these things and figure like trying to figure out where the problems are and rearranging stuff and and it's just it's fucking lovely. I, I really love it. It's um, sorry. What like, are you playing this on? Uh, the quest. Oh the, right, the quest. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, like I don't know if you remember. So I talked a while ago about a game called Cubism, which was literally just trying yeah, to I remember. Like, yeah, just putting like blocks together to make little shapes. And I remember thinking like, like God, I wish like is, this, is there a way this can be my job? Like just this weird, like I'm just sitting here solving problems, right? And it just feels good. And it's like this is essentially that, but it is lit. Like obviously, you know, it's like in in universe, like it is a a job that you are doing. And it just yeah, it just feels nice because you you're, like you're sitting in this workshop and you're doing this stuff, and there's just like bits going on around you. So there's this guy, um, this other character who's this you know seasoned veteran engineer. Um, and like he's got a, like a whole backstory which you know becomes quite interesting as time goes on and there's a little you know robot that's like whizzing around and there's just really lovely bits like you'll just be made like he's got like a radio on um all the time and occasionally like you'll just be building stuff 
and he'll start humming along to the radio and then the robot will come in and start like doing a jig and, and singing along as well and stuff and he's just, and it's it's weird like <laughs> like i i don't necessarily miss working in like my office but i do miss like being around people while i am working right and just like just there being an atmosphere rather than it just being me in my living room and and yeah and this just gave me a bit of a taste of that again and it was quite nice like you're just sitting opposite someone else who's also doing like similar work to yours and then every time you build something he'll like pass comment on it and then he'll chat to you for a bit and there's uh, and the story progresses in a bit and it's it's cool it's just a, a really nice after a while <laughs> did you start then detesting some of the people that were doing the same job as you yeah he starts, starts <laughs> chewing too loudly and doesn't do as much work as me and <laughs> keeps taking my stuff out of the fridge um but yeah no it's just it's just a really You're not the wa- only one with a kid mate what's <laughs> going on about it <laughs> um yeah just absolutely delightful atmosphere to it um it's just, yeah it's been really nice um yes that was arksmith um was i've also uh it's a shame to discuss this while james isn't here but i've finished axiom verge 2 um it's fucking great. It's really good. I mean, the only yeah, thing I was tweeting about. Yeah, the only thing I would add um, to you know what James was saying last week is that it's just interesting in that the combat is fine, but it doesn't like it really doesn't feel like the point um, of this one. It it just becomes like a like. I mean, this is you know true to an extent with all Metroidvanias, but it's the world itself is the puzzle, right? And it's just like this this mad puzzle box like every you know every ability you get you like straight away you're like oh shit that completely like rather than it just being like oh this will let me go through this color door it's like fuck that completely rewrites my thinking about how i'm getting around and the areas i can now get to and and stuff and um but it but to explain how it does that would sort of spoil it right it's it's one of those um i mean especially right. if you, especially if you played the first game it just it takes concepts from that um and just sort of spins them out even further and in really interesting ways and i yeah fucking really enjoyed it um so yeah good game uh, but that's it from me this week All right and that's what that's what we've been playing this week so should we get into the questions yeah uh, if you want to contact us, go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. Gabby Pertree says, if you had to spend 12 minutes trapped in a loop with one other TCGS member, who would you choose and why? Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. James Farley. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, all sorts of stuff I'd try. I'd be, <laughs> first of all, I'd try and see if I could, like, get him to kill me. I think I probably could. <laughs> I, like, I reckon I could wind him up. Tw- 12 minutes of constant winding him up. I, I, yeah. He will he, yeah, he'd kill me. Yeah, but man. then also I'd flirt with him just to see what happened. Just to see what happened, just to see how he'd react to that situation. Okay. Um, just walking butt naked, just to see what he does. Oh, I, I love... <laughs> my my favourite thing about James is trying to work out how he reacts to things. Uh-huh. That's my favourite thing. Just, Just <laughs> like... Either bringing up an argument and seeing how he reacts to that. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm constantly saying things like, right, you've got to invent five flavors of Ben and Jerry's because I know the answer is going to be better <laughs> than anyone else. Like, it really, he's just, it, for instant reactions like that, it'd be brilliant. And to have that on a time loop. And James, I know this sounds like hell to you, but remember, you'll only remember one of those 12 minutes. The rest of the time, you'll forget it. So you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. But I just, 
did I had so much stuff I'd like to do. I could well, trust me, I could sit here for ages thinking about what I could do to James <laughs> in twelve minutes. You see, With I think no I'd, consequence. See, I'd probably have to go for James as well, purely because at the start of every twelve minutes, I could just go right, James. We're in a time loop, mate, and he'd go, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. No further you explanation required. That, that's what. That's one of the things you need to do in twelve minutes. You need to convince your partner <laughs> that, that you're in a time loop, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. It'd be yeah, be easy for James. Yeah. James, you know time loop. Yeah, we're in one of those. Yeah. Right, righto. Okay. <laughs> and it's, and it, do you know? Do you know the first thing you would say every time? Go you just go. Don't tell me how many loops in we are. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, could you imagine that like but opening the door seeing James Farley there and just standing there going <laughs> for 12 minutes straight oh god I'd love to see how we reacted to that <laughs> I might just do that anyway yeah yeah we'll see, well, do yeah, you know what I mean sure. if I cut yeah if I cut out the yeah I, I think I'll do that next time I see him I'll just pretend that I'm in a time loop <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what's your answer? I mean, it, 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 yeah, I guess it would be James. I mean, I, I will say the uh, Starball Naked thing, it, it didn't work out well when I went to see uh, the Palace game with him. He, I mean, I actually. What? No, I was joking. I mean, I was implying I was on a train and we were, uh, we were naked. It sounds why like is, you were um, joking and then you said it was a joke. Why is, why is James Farley's farewell tour included everyone but me? Just out of interest. That's a good point. Yeah. And you had the fact that Matt went to Chester Zoo and didn't knock on your door. I know, I'm starting, uh, starting to get paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's fine. Well, you couldn't could come to the oh, football, well, That's Sean. you convinced then, yep. Sean. Uh, Sean, yep. well, I, I, we invited everyone to the football. That's true. Matt, no, you, you actually didn't invite Sean. No, I did. We put it in the group and said, hey, who wants to come? Yeah, could you imagine that, though? Sean ended up with a Chelsea membership. <laughs> You can put in a bin afterwards. Do whatever you want with it. It's great. Um, Okay. All right. James is the ultimate answer. James is always the ultimate answer. I mean, I'd love it with Capone Adam as well, but if we're sticking (laughs) to the core four, then yeah, James Farley's the one. Sean Thomas says, I started Yakuza 0 last month, and whilst I love the characters and tone of the game, I'm finding the combat dull. My heart sank when I learned there was, uh, was only three chapters in. Uh, but I'm like James and struggle to put aside a game I've started. So, team, you decide. Carry on or bail. Well, I, mean, I was in the exact same situation. On. I didn't like the combat in that game, so I bailed. And there was yeah. too much of it. I was going to say... So, that, that's that, why I bailed. Yeah, the combat is not going to stop. Um, so, yeah, if you really not enjoy... I mean, maybe try just sticking the difficulty down to the easiest one and just make it completely negligible. Um, yeah, but that was the problem. Then... I, I, it's not like I found it hard, Sean. No, I know. I just but found just... it a bit dull. Yeah, that's what, yeah, so just making it easier, just make it even more dull rather than... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like out. just reducing the difficulty, just make it to, the, like, just get it to the point where you don't even have to think about it. Oh, I'll just mash some buttons until the next cutscene comes on. Yeah, or, like, yeah. if the difficulty setting meant that each fight was, like, just, you know, 20 seconds long, yeah. then fine, yeah, yeah I'd yeah. probably have ploughed through it. But, but it didn't. Because it didn't. I was like, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Really like, probably... How long do these chapters last in Yakuza? How, how much has he really played? It's quite uh, a long game, isn't it? It is a very long game. So yeah, if he's only three chapters in, I mean, depends. Like, obviously, it's, it's one of those games you can put about 200 hours into if you wanted to. 
Um, I think my final time on Zero was about 50 hours, something like that. Ten of those was managing the Cabaret Club. Um, wish that was a joke. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I say that that combat's going nowhere. So if you're really not enjoying it, probably gonna have to bail. I mean, I guess that there's, I suppose the <laughs> slightly unhelpful answer is play like a dragon instead because it's the same tone and and what have you. But yeah, it's completely sort of just combat. like breathe fire at the screen while you're playing Yakuza, right? Come on, guys. Yeah, come yeah, on, Dagman. That's, that's not good. Day, not really a good fumble joke. with the controller because your arms aren't long enough. Come on, guys. It's come all on. claws instead of fingers. Eh? Yep, 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 <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Here we go. Come on, that was a good gag. Hey. So uh, yeah, listen about that. that. Josh Garrity, <laughs> gentle Josh, <laughs> says, uh, "What is a petty little thing or element that devs keep putting in games that annoy you, even games you love?" Oh God, right. This is petty, and I should mm. know it, and mm. we've had this discussion before, mm. and I'm getting away from it now, we're changing the invert thing. <laughs> but when you're going to camera controls, don't call it X and Y axis, because <laughs> I always second guess and think, just put look up or down. Do you want that inverted? Yeah, I want up and down inverted. <laughs> Fine. You don't need to go, do you want the x-axis or the y-axis? <laughs> yeah, just say vertical, vertical or horizontal. Or horizontal. Want to play a game, not that, do mathematics. Like, I know <laughs> what horizontal is, yeah. right? And I know yeah. what vertical is. But when I yeah. see the option, I'm thinking, are you saying the axis is vertical or horizontal? Or the act of looking up and down is horizontal or vertical? What, what you, Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's... That confuses me enough. Just say up or down, left or right. Done. Done. I don't know why you have to go with the axis or the vertical horizontal thing. I just please, please. <laughs> and that's you, maybe you that's a personal thing, but you're asking me, and that's my fucking answer. So shove it up your bum hole. I will. Um, <laughs> do you know uh, the thing that bothers me is so you know most games when you boot them up for the first time. Uh, by default, it highlights new game and continue is greyed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then so there's two steps to this. Some games that continue isn't greyed out. Some games when you boot them up for the first time, continue isn't greyed out and it's selected by default. And it's like, oh yeah. fuck you! You just wanted to program that menu once, and then <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Oh. Every, every other time I boot up the game, yes, of course I want continue to be highlighted. But oh, I just <laughs> you don't see it opt- you don't see it um, often these games. But I would say in the PS2 era, mm. there was a lot of games where you boot it up and the default first option would be new game, yeah. and you had to press down and go to load game, <laughs> and you'd be like, I'd only need oh, new yeah, game yeah. once. <laughs> yeah. Why are you making me do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If if you're just programming one default, then yes, you know, continue or load game is 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 the one. But it just some games are reactive, and the ones so the ones that aren't, I'm just like, oh come on, is it that? Is it that <laughs> hard? Is it that? Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, got a couple go of answers like, here. That was like, sorry, the old um, the old, that I mean, they changed this a while ago, but the old Call of Duty games that used to have single player as default, like mm. when you yeah, when you yeah, launch yeah. the thing, and also fucking the way GTA did it, and I think. GTA 5, well, they added the option in afterwards. But GTA games used to be whatever game mode you played last, that's what you load into. Yeah. So it was either multiplayer or single player. So if you were flicking between the oh, two, I, I you minute, Dave. Through, 
you're saying Go on. you're saying GTA games plural prior to GTA Five. There was only one that had multiplayer. It's GTA Four. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, because Red Dead did the same thing. I'm including, I'm, I'm including Red Dead. Okay. That's not take okay. graphics or take <laughs> cheating. <Yeah. laughs> yes, I found it out. Um, but I remember that. I remember. I, yeah. But I think um, GTA Five launched with that, didn't it? And then it added afterwards that you could press a button while it was loading to yeah. switch to a single player. But which yeah, is clever yeah, because obviously that means it's yeah. So it just starts by loading the map. Yeah, I guess. the world anyway. Yeah, and then, yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. very clever people. Very clever. Very people. smart. Um, very yeah. Very smart. Matt? Yes, I've got two answers for this. One, I hate it when games give tool tips. Like, you go to a new menu and, like, something pops up saying, hey, this is about this. Or you you open a new menu for the first time and, like, maybe, like, you've opened, suddenly you've opened the fact that you've got, like, a skill tree or upgrades and there's tool tips everywhere. I'm like, let me see mm. what the menu is first because I don't know what your tool tip means without the context of seeing what the menu does. <laughs> like, you've given no, all this information right, up yeah. front. I'm like, well, but I, let me see what I'm doing and then maybe give me a tool tip to, like, okay, I understand now. It's when they just... Yeah, my, my problem like, with I, that stuff... Like, like, Ratchet My problem Clank, with that stuff is that I smash the X button through those tool tips and they later on go, well, why I don't know how to use anything? I think it's done in the wrong order. I was, I'm like you. Like when Ratchet and Clank, when you open like the, uh, in the, the most recent Ratchet and Clank, you, you start to, you earn the kind of skill tree element of, of the game. And I'm like, there's low, like, don't give me an explanation. Let me see it first. Then maybe a couple of, maybe next time I open it, then there'll be a tool tip. That would make more sense. That, that stuff does my because I'm just instantly kind of just get rid of it, get rid of it to learn what it is or see what I'm seeing. And it's then, a bit uh, like when yeah. game. I mean, demos are particularly bad for this, but when games are just like loading screen, here's all the controls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you're just like, like I don't yeah. know what any of this, this. is. Let, they, yeah, tell yeah, me after yeah. I've tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Aren't we past the point now where it says, "Press the right stick to look up and down." Press mm. forward and back to move your character. And I'm like, come on. I mean, you, well, you say no, that, but... I'm like, we are, but I know, I know, normal I know, people but... probably aren't. But then yeah, but... that should like, there should be some sort of option there, right? Have yeah, you played any of these games before? Everything has got things, but there's not going to label. They're not going to label that stick. Yeah. yeah it's not uh, the only thing that does my head in is um, when you, and I've just forgotten it. Uh, it was two <laughs> six, what was it? One? It does, it, it's not even important. I think I know what I, it is. Can I have a guess at what it was, Matt? Because uh, I bet I know what it is. Yeah, just kind of drag it out a bit until I remember what I was going to say. But yeah, <laughs> right, sure. okay. So if there are different tabs and loads of like discoverables or, oh or unlockables God, or something. Oh my you fucking nailed it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's notification in games. Item. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, like the amount of games, and I think Animal Crossing maybe did this. The amount of games, like when you discover, even a game I love, like Outer Wilds, did this right. You discover mm. stuff, and then everything you discover or see or hear or talk to a person, there's like a little red dot or notification, like something to indicate it's a new thing. Like, no, no, I don't want to see that like, because it all it means is I'm going to menus and I'm like select, 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 select. select. I'm just like re- I'm basically like select, reading them or clicking them as if I'm reading them just to get them off my screen so I can read them in my own time I think I mean like No Man's Sky did that when you uh, locate a new species of animal or mm. you know a, a plant loads of games do it I'm like stop saying these are new things in a fucking massive menu and loads of stuff I don't want to see it like, I- Control's really bad for that as well oh yeah even though, like, even though, even though I really like a lot of the extra yeah. stuff in that 
it's just yeah there's yeah, yeah but I, I think i would be more likely to go and read it but mm. as it is i'm just like going through it's like just get rid of the new the notification yeah, whatever yeah, it is yeah. the new thing to say this is new like no don't let me read it and enjoy it in my own time not I'm, it's like i'm in my email inbox like, okay archive archive markers <laughs> like i hate i hate that stuff every game does it and i hate it <clears throat> I am um, on the just reminding me when you're talking about tooltips and stuff. Um, Monster Hunter is really annoying for so, like, it'll bring up a tutorial and there's like a few pages of text you have to sort of thumb through. And then, and then when you go, when you say, like, press the button, say, right, I've read this, it then says, like, are you sure? And like, no is the default. So you're either <laughs> like, so you like just mashing the button to get through some of the tutorials. <laughs> And then it gets yeah, to know. Yeah, yeah. It gets to like, are you sure? No. And it starts again. I'm like, no, fuck off. No. But then equally, there are times where you like, yeah, you're skipping through a tutorial and then it gets to the end. It's like, are you sure? Did you read all that? And you're like, no, I didn't. I'll go back and read it. <laughs> yeah, I'll read it properly this time. Caught red-handed. Um, or you, like, you thought, yeah, like, oh, I was just mashing the button, but actually I think there was something important there. I should probably, I probably should go back and read it. Which is maybe why they do it. But it's still annoying. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense yeah. for them to tell us what to do before we do yeah, it. Yeah. But also, we're—I mean, I, we're all impatient. Let me see what the thing is first. I'll try and work it out, and then they'll make. Just give me a button and say, "Yeah, just show me that stuff you probably cancelled previously." Because I, Dave, yeah. I think you were mentioning. Yeah, I've done that thing of like X X X X X. Oh no, wait, what is it? And yeah. how can I reread those <laughs> yeah. now? It's like you kind of. <laughs> I need them. It's like now. You now need... I know the context. I want to know what you said. But before that, don't give me a wall of text. Yeah, it's like ideally, it's like put the player in situations where the thing you're about to teach them, like the inability to do that thing, is kind of a problem, but not in a frustrating way. And then go right now that you've run into this wall. Wouldn't it be cool if you could jump over it? <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I, mean? I want to learn by doing, not just by reading before I know what it yeah. is I'm supposed to learn. The uh, the bit um, in video game, the movie, uh, where Ed McMillan's talking about Super Meat Boy is, I mean, you know, th- this sort of example would not work for every game. Um, but he's just like, he's like, yeah, you know, I could have done a tutorial where I explain how wall jumping works, but instead I'm just going to have, I'm just going to give you a really big wall. And you're just gonna have to figure out how to do it, and you like, and it's it is very intuitive. So you'll probably do it quite quickly, but you will definitely learn it. Whereas if it's just some text, you might ignore it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's I'm, true. Yeah, sure. Like learning by doing. I mean, I'm, there's bound to be studies where learning by doing gets the stuff in someone's brain quicker than learning by reading. I think sure, people are, but when you're are talking about complex, yeah, when you're talking about complex menu systems and basically, yeah. you know, pressing the button, there's a little bit. There's well, that's vastly different, isn't it? Mm. Don't give a fuck, mate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay, let's move on. Brad from Iowa. Says with all the talk of inverting and using default FIFA controls, I'm just curious if Dave uses the standard Rocket League controls. I started playing a lot of Rocket League with friends during the early pandemic because it was a free-to-play game with crossplay that wasn't a shooter. I've probably logged 200 hours in the last year and I feel like I've hit a skill ceiling. When I look up tips for improving my game, every resource recommends changing from the default controls so that you can easily jump and boost at the same time. And I feel like I'm yeah. in too deep to change now. Is it worth the effort to retrain my brain? Appreciate y'all, Rad. Uh, Brad. Uh, Rad, John, Rad, Brad. John Denton. It's going to be furious at me when I answer. But no, I use default controls. The only thing that I have changed are the camera options. Okay. So my field of view is much um, bigger and my uh, the camera's a lot further away from the car than it is by default. Um, 
but the yeah in terms of like there's the, you can change the roll to the bumpers and all sorts of stuff like that but mm-hmm. i've not touched any of that stuff i i'm at a point now where I'm, i've hit a skill ceiling and i've not got the time or f well i've got the time i suppose i play it pretty much every night at the moment but i've not got the brain capacity to try and take that next step oh god john's i, I could already feel him texting me <laughs> But yeah, that's where I'm at. So I don't know. I'm never going to be like a grandmaster at that game. So I'm quite happy just playing it for fun at this point. Yeah. 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 Sean Richardson said, re-listened to the 2016 draft and game, uh, game of the oh sorry draft and game of the year shows this week, which has prompted a five year follow up question. Murray, are you ever going to do Matt Effect? At this rate, I'll take the adventures of Captain Sean Shepard, Turner's Turian Space Tango, or Farley's Space Zone. <laughs> uh, yes, I am. I-, I will do it. I'm just um, <gasps> yes, mate. I'm just working yes. on some some uh, some upgrades. Oh my god! For my setup, shall we what say? What are you doing? What are you doing? Just decorating a room, isn't it? And I- I- I'm doing. Like, I've got loads of stuff I want to like, do. Well, you're going to make it look like a Normandy. Um. Yes. Uh, I'm not, I'm, Good. I'm just like I want to upgrade some stuff and do this and do that, and then I'll be ready to stream. But no, I want to oh get back goodness. to it. I think that sounds like the perfect one to start off on. Yeah, man. Confirmation. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, I reckon sometime in 2022, I'll be there. Oh, stop it! You get get it done before then. Start it next week. Come on, let's get you back. Let's go. No, let's I've, go. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for things to arrive. No, I've um. Why you being so coy about, about all this? Yeah. No, I'm just I, I, I want to incorporate kind of uh, like replays on the stream. Uh, I've done like a new highlights uh, video. Okay. I need to do another one of them. Um, I'm getting like a new like uh, something for my mic. Um, once it all arrives, I'll, I'll get on with it. I'm excited to get started. What's the something for your mic? <laughs> it's a cloud lifter, so I, can, you know, I have less gain. A what? Than, it's a it's a it's something for XLR mics because I want to reduce my gain for clearer audio and uh, and higher volume. So that and some other other bits and bobs. Right. Okay. Okay. This is going to be like professional quality. Like, I mean, your BBC quality, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, at <laughs> least get that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. SMW band. So surprised to hear on TLNA that Dave has never seen Detective Pikachu. Have the rest of you seen it and would you recommend it to Dave? Personally, I thought it was one of the best video game movies I've seen, although that is a very low bar. We've talked about this before, haven't we? Yeah, Yeah, look, I'm not avoiding that film. I've just never seen it. I I think I started watching it with Harry at one point, but he's not into Pokemon. I'm not particularly into Pokemon. So, um, yeah, we, we, uh, we never stuck with it. Um, he got a bit bored, but I, yeah, I mean, I'm not against watching it. It's just, you know, finding the time to sit down and watch it. If Harry's not into it, then you know, chances yeah, are we're not going to sit through it. But yeah, 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 no, it sounds fantastic. I've got nothing against that film at all. I'm not. I'm certainly not avoiding it. It's just one of those that you know, it's never been on the table. Yep. Yeah, I cool. saw it and uh, we watched it as a family. We enjoyed it, but again, none of us are into Pokemon. I mean, like Elodie. Like uh, I, I got heavily into Pokemon Go a few years, well, a couple of years ago, whenever yeah, it was. Uh, my second offer, heavily into it, I, I got, and um, so so Pikachu is like a you know Elodie knows Pikachu, and we like oh it's Pikachu, you know. So we, she's into it in as much as that, but um, and she saw a bit of like Pokemon Go, but it, it, she way enjoyed the Sonic movie, 
enjoyed that way more than 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 uh Detective Pikachu. It was fine. It was good. Uh it didn't do much more for me. But again, I'm not really into Pokemon massively, so I guess there's a small barrier there, but it was fine. What do you think, oh, Sean? We we loved it. Yeah, I was uh, sat and watched <laughs> it with Isaac. I thought it was really good. Um cool. Garrison Savannah says Hades question played a bit on PC but I've got it back into it majorly now that it's on Game Pass how many runs did it take you guys to escape I've done about 15 or so and the best I've done is the very start of the last area does this sound about right or am I terrible at it also wondered what you guys thought of the post escape stuff I'd heard there is still loads to do what did you think don't want to push too hard to escape if there's not much to do after Jesus Christ if he's consistently making it to the final area by 15 Escape, yeah, you've done way attempts. better than that's, I did. Yeah, that's really good. Um, yeah, I think it took it, me about thirty. I think took me about forty odd, and that was with God mode on. So <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think it was thirty, thirty two before I, I I got to the first ending. Um, uh, yeah, keep going. Yeah, absolutely, keep going. Like, there's still absolutely tons to do once you escape once. Um, so yeah, like the escaping once is not the ending at all. Um, yeah, well worth cracking on with. Yeah, um, I never escaped. I where did I get to? What boss did I get to? It was um, it was the one. What's the boss after the snake one? It's got the place with amazing music. Um, oh, Elysium, and then it's yeah. I got there, uh, and yeah. it, I was loving it. I just I went on to something else or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I never never left. Never escaped. It's a good game, good game. The best game of twenty twenty, in fact. Uh, Absolutely. Paul Gascoigne says, Why I like it. If you could show one bit of hardware and one bit of software to a 90s version of you, what would be the most impressive? Would it be the latest and greatest thing from today or something from a bit earlier that's still a huge leap from the 90s but might be a bit more relatable? I mean, mean, it's mobile phone, isn't it? Latest mobile phone you got. Oh, do you reckon? I was going to say VR. Oh, no, wait, no, mobile phone. Easy. I suppose, yeah, because we... tonight is a go look to the internet. I have thought about this before in the past. <laughs> look, it's got the internet. Like, Sorry, the what? <laughs> well, it hasn't got, yeah, because like you take that back, it's not really going to work in that way. But at the same time, you'll still have some music. Well, you wouldn't have most of it. Spot- no, I've still got some albums on my thing. Mm-hmm. But to even just like look at this, like look at the fucking home screen and you just swipe up. And, oh, yeah, it scans your face. Look, you try it. No, it's not going to work for you. It'll work for me because it scans my face. Look, here's a photo. Look how good that photo looks. You could just zoom in, zoom out. I'll, I can edit in on here. You know, all that stuff is absolute. That must be mind I can make a film on this, mate. Yeah. Make an entire like, film and, on it. And not only that, like taking like AirPods with you. Just going, yeah, you don't have to plug your headphones in just pop these little things in yeah <laughs> and no, I mean, away. that would definitely be amazing because we've been watching um well on car journeys on holidays listen to harry potter uh the, the books mm. i mean it's a shame she's a fucking turf but um <laughs> but 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 the books the audio books we were enjoying and um in the films um and and the books uh there's bits where there's our paintings that move <laughs> and that's basically live pictures now on our phone it's kind of mad, like, like wow! Imagine a painting that could imagine, imagine a picture that could move. Well, we <laughs> that wasn't that vid- long ago. We had video back then and film in the nineties, Matt. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you what I said in fucking Harry Potter, mate. But it's just like you know, <laughs> which is I'm real saying, life, right? No. Oh, no,
<laughs> we we like we had films of that, Matt. Yeah, no, but like a picture that moved. Not no, but a still picture that moved. <laughs> well, that's not mean? a still picture, then. <laughs> yeah, that's no, just a video. What, what I'm saying is, it's like, uh, live, live photos now are basically what it seemed like Harry Potter felt like was a science fiction thing back then. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. And by back right. then, I mean in the fictional time of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot it wasn't a documentary, but we, we watched a lot of this recently. So. <laughs> All right. Okay. A piece of software. A piece of software. I mean, I mean I, if it doesn't have to work with hot, if we're treating this as separate things. Then it would have to be like the best looking game out there at the moment, right? But what would that be? Mm, don't know. Or something technically impressive, right? the... like like something like Flight Sim. Like yeah, you... yeah, but yeah, but also even nineties B would have gone. Okay, yeah. cool. But can I have something better? Like, can I? <laughs> have you got something a little bit <laughs> more? You shoot playable, anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, I would probably. Oh God! It'd be like a God of War. It'll be like an Uncharted, The Last of Us. Wouldn't it? It'd be yeah, like God big... of War, Last mm. of Us, something like that. Yeah, that would be the mind blower, wouldn't it? Probably mm. the Last of Us Two, right? That's In, the yeah, one to go for. Does, yeah, story wise, yeah. Or uh, Red and, Dead. Yeah, Red Dead. Yeah, thing is, I, yeah, like because if you tried, if you tried to show like your child self something that like. You know, isn't necessarily realistic, but has like a really strong art style. They'd be like, "No, not that good." And you'd be like, "No, I, right?" Because in, in, in the future, because you remember, in yeah. the future, we've gone beyond, right? We've got a better understanding now. We know that lighting's more important than textures, mate. All right, so fucking shut up. <laughs> but then, could you imagine? Could you imagine, like, being in the nineties? Mm. You've just seen Mario sixty four, yep. on the N sixty four, and you go, "Whoa!" And then I pop in. And yeah. go look. Here's a switch that's Mario a Odyssey. Makes. That's the noise he makes. Wow. When yeah, that's the room. isn't that that's that's the sound with Back to the Future, isn't it? When it goes. Yeah, it's very very realistic. <laughs> I thought Mario yeah. flies in the room. <laughs> they didn't get the DeLorean MOT that year. And, uh, there's so much wrong with it. Um, but the no, DeLorean you turn up with an MOT. I don't think it did, did it. They were rubbish, weren't they? I'd heard they were rubbish. No, but like the one from Back to the Future. I don't know if it would take. I don't know, remember mate. seeing the thing on its window. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need MOTs. <laughs> <laughs> That's the so, line, isn't it? That's the famous quote. I've been invented yet. <laughs> no, but like, if you turned up with a Switch and Mario Odyssey, that's like. I mean, yeah. that game looks way better than 64, and you're playing it in like a handheld. Yeah, man. But no, I'm thinking like GTA, the original Grand Theft Auto came out in 97. I mean, imagine showing them any of the recent GTAs, but GTA 5, GTA Online, I mean. Yeah, that'd be pretty. I remember Grand Theft Auto, like, fucking hell, you can drive around America on this. It's in. Because what would be great is, yeah, so, you know, if you, you've played, you played the first Grand Theft Auto and then someone comes from the future and goes, ah, look, this is Grand Theft Auto 5, look, it's amazing, it's 3D. And you'd be like, yeah, but the second Grand Theft Auto is going to be 3D, though, isn't it? Nah. <laughs> no, mate. Got some, ba- got some bad fucking news about the future, pal. <laughs> right. It's mad I think there was a GTA London. Yeah, that happened. I wish they'd do that again. That'd be good. That would be Proper good. Proper GTA London. Yeah, man. I'd play it. 
<laughs> like, okay, I, well, I, I was wasn't ever going to question it. Though, that's one sale tick. <laughs> I mean, but we know someone who works a rock star. So if you're listening, tell, tell everyone at back at HQ, that's one yep. sale minimum. It's a big, a big thumbs up yeah. from TCGS. For, maybe uh, maybe yep. jump in the next Nothing board me and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. If we do a London yeah. version... I yeah. know at least one sale we're guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, fucking hell, let's cancel plans. We're doing it. <laughs> well, what's next? Oh, Simon Pell uh, says, Evening, guys. Hope you're all well. Yeah, mixed. Yeah. Um, this, <laughs> this question is for David on the latest Dark Calls. You started to tell a story about a time when someone had to access computer, but the whole how do you kick <laughs> discussion took over. What's the story? How to access computer. <laughs> That's what it says. That's what it says. Oh, it, it was. Yeah, I remember what this was about. You remember? The, That's even more amazing. <laughs> the fact you remember the access computer. Yeah, no, story. to access computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It's, it's just. It's a bit dull now. But it, Virgin Media uh, technician had to access my computer. I called them. Don't worry about it. They didn't call me. They had to access my computer to check um, some uh, settings on my router, which. It's weird thinking about it now, because can't they do that anyway? I don't know. Um, but they had to access my router. They opened my browser, started typing uh, something in, and, the, yeah, the suggestions got popped up. And I was like, what? okay, yeah, don't look at those ones. <laughs> don't press that link. Oh, well, like Google Autocomplete uh, came up. Yeah, it oh, totally no. did that. Oh, yeah, no. they saw all of that. Oh, dear. Was not impressed with what I was looking at moments before the call. <laughs> before it is incognito mode, which you used to buy gifts for loved ones. I never, I don't use that. So, uh, yeah, I'm an idiot, really. But, okay. Maria Mendieta says, Dear TCGS Kombucha, uh, the recent Hitman games let players choose a starting location, which allows them to experience different facets of the same level as soon as they're loaded in. What is the most innovative starting area in a video game, or are they all doomed to merely serve as tutorials? Keep filling the world with laughter. Sincerely, Maria. Oh, God, there's got to be some good answers to this. The most innovative one. Uh, Mario 64's got to be the one. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no, in terms of innovation, yeah, it gives you an area to play and, um, like, understand how Mario controls without any threat. Can do getting into the castle. Cool. Yeah, you can swim a bit. But yeah, go to that tree where you get an extra life. Um, uh, but there's got to be more like sort of special ones, ones where you think because wasn't the start of one of the Saints Row games? No, because that wasn't the very start of the game, was it? Where you were in that sitcom? Surely uh, breaking out of the what was the? I, don't I never actually played it, but was it Prey or Fear? <clears> the one where. The objects, the, the, the those weird enemies that turned into objects. Oh, that was prey. Yeah, wasn't the opening to that really interesting? It was to be fair. Yeah, it was, it was area and... the fucking bit where they're like, right, just uh, just try and hide yourself in this room. <laughs> do you don't remember that? No, the, like, no, because so I never played it. Oh, Matt, you, not... you played it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Oh, I played basically... one. Yeah. So it's implied. Um, so you're taken into this like testing place. And they're like, right, you're going to take, like, put you through like a series of chambers, and it, it very quickly becomes apparent that like they think you should have like powers, and you just fucking don't, right? Yeah. So they're like, right, just you know, so you walk into this chamber, and all you know, it's in this empty chamber, and there's just a fucking chair in the middle of the room, and they're like, right, just hide yourself, and like just in whatever way feels most natural to you, and of course you later find out it's because 
like you're supposed to have like the the mimic powers, right? You're supposed to be able to copy objects and, and disguise yourself. But obviously, you don't at this point in the game. So, you just, so like every person who plays it just kind of walks up to the chair and just crouches. And there's all these scientists are watching and going like, "Is he crouching behind the chair?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's yes, yeah, it's, it's like it's quite funny, but also just intri- like, uh, but you're sort of unnerved because you're like, these people clearly think I'm capable of some mad shit, and I'm not. And it's just, it's just, in, yeah, it's just interesting and funny and clever. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I still think like the storytelling in in Half Life when you're on that train. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Going, I mean, it's not. I mean, innovative. It's. I, I, I don't. I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't call it that. But I suppose it was. Yeah, I mean, to I mean, take I guess you at the time, through yeah. the because yeah. you were just on that, like, and been, you know, the, the storytelling was happening around you as you were yeah. on that train going into your day at uh, day at work, which I've, was fascinating. Yeah, back don't then you see the, you see the G man on that first trip, right? I was going to say yeah, because there's all sorts of glimpses of yeah, you do see Barney later on, isn't there? See old Barney boy. Yeah, Barney. But no, um, I mean it's not innovative. <laughs> but um, I've got to say, was it like Bioshock Infinite? That first like half an yeah. hour, yeah. Well, I was going to say, be, oh, uh, mate, it's just going to be the greatest game general, of all time. Right. And then yeah, yeah the, the first Bioshock. Do you remember the, when you played oh, the, the, the first I Bioshock? The first one. I mean, like Infinite. I haven't played the first. Yeah, one. I know oh, you mean Infinite, but I'm infinite. saying, do you remember the? F- <laughs> no, 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 that first bit, <laughs> Sean. You mean mad? Never forgive you for that. No, I'm kidding. That hurts me, Sean. We had such a nice conversation about that after we both finished it. Yeah, yeah. And you turned on it. And um, but the the um the start of the first Bioshock. Do you remember? Like you crashed in the water. Yeah, man. And then you floated on the water, and you still had your controller down because you're going. This is a cutscene. Yeah. <laughs> Why is nothing happening? Yeah. Has it glitched out? And then yeah. you go and I'm not controlling this. Games don't look this good. <laughs> but yeah, no, going down into the, the water city was uh, absolutely incredible, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, man. Yeah, stunning. Yeah. Um, uh, has Bioshock been remastered or has it? I don't, come I don't out think again? it has, has they it? Released a, they released a, um, a collection, didn't they? Uh, okay, but I don't need. I'm sure they, they did. did. Yeah, released with it. Do you think that's a game that's screaming out for a remaster redo? Uh, it'll probably happen at some point. I don't think it's screaming out for it though, is it? Money on the table. Having not it? played it, is that? Would you say it's an all-time classic? Oh or yeah, just it was very good. So, back. In do the you day? know the twist? Uh, don't know if I do. Oh my god! Then play it. Yeah, yeah man. the twist is like legendary in that first game. Yeah, it's yeah. probably one of the things I've heard about and just forgotten about, and. Uh, Maybe probably yeah. there's a phrase, yeah, that would give it away instantly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you it should is play a that, phrase. Probably. The cake is a lie. Is that it? Oh Correct. man! Oh, oh God, I've you remember that? Yeah, I've heard about that one. Fucking hell! Yeah. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I do remember that. Took it too far, didn't you? Just couldn't just let it be the nice little game. Uh, I, would, I must have told this story before. You know, um, Jonathan Coulton, who wrote the song, the ending song for Portal. I went to see him live and fucking hell the audience was excruciating. <laughs> it was so bad. So fucking bad. In what way? What were they doing? Just like, I mean, obviously shouting this out. Is me, this is me cake. talking, but yeah, just load of nerds who'd had their first beer and they were just like just shouting catchphrases from the game the entire time and like trying to be funny and, and obviously that you know, that song is only one song that he wrote, right? He's not <laughs> like that's not as been his entire career. He had loads of other songs to play and just yeah, they weren't interested. They just wanted to hear the Portal song. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> really God. bad. Uh, <clears throat> MD Kruboffs 
So I was very surprised when Kane and Rince's Sega Rally episode lacked insight from Sega fan number one, Matt Murray. What is the biggest diss you have ever received? You know what, MD? Me too. Um, <laughs> it's a good episode. I mean, it's, I, even I worse. it's even worse that I wasn't allowed on the Freeze episode. <laughs> I'm going to look uh, at how many games of Freeze that I'm up to now, but go on, carry on. I was going to say, it's a, it's a very good episode, and um, I didn't realise there there is no like good way to play Sega Rally now, unless you delve into no, emulators, obviously. Uh, no, I'm, I, unless I buy a Saturn. Um, yeah, I think I, I just assumed it was one of those. It's like, well, there'll be there'll have been like a, a port at some point that's still no. you know decent. No, even they bought, the, they the recent one, one, the 2016 one, that even but it was that, different, wasn't it? Yeah. Even that uh, yeah, was, was taken off Steam, yeah. so you couldn't even get that anymore. I'm sure there are yeah. ways around it, but yeah, no, yeah. the original. I, I there's not a weed that goes by when I think I love to play some Sega Rally. But yeah, could you imagine if they didn't have like a straight like a, just a straight port of the original version on Switch? That's what I want. That would yeah, be man. so good. Yeah, yeah. 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 So no, yeah, and, and the other day in CX, uh, I was like, I may well buy a Saturn at 80 quid to buy a Saturn Ooh. in CX. Oh, I had a, um, I had sure a, a cheap um, ways to do it. Uh, I had a yeah, modded I was like, oh, I want to play Sega Saturn. Rally, but uh, it might be cheaper to buy the arcade cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> I had a modded Saturn and I just I got rid of it. Just gave it to someone because I, I was just, I was chucking loads of stuff out and I was like, it went, you know, it went to a good home and like, I'm, I'm happy, but it was, yeah. Probably should have. That's well, fine. I would have called have the sold police it. had you not got rid of it, Sean. To be Listen, honest with you, it's not a naughty one. It's just had a region mod on it. It wasn't a okay. A, I don't feel yeah, sure, that. That's I don't, all I never tr- you used it for. Never tried to play any pirated games on it. So I don't have any. Stand but... down, stand down. It's just, it's just a region one stand down. So I was just talking to <laughs> SWAT. <laughs> Thirty-one thousand two hundred and forty-nine games of Freeze I've played. Wasn't invited on that Kane and Rince. Do you know why, Dave? Do you know why? Because I saw your live stream and they're like, no, you you know your big big ten k live stream or whatever it was. You fucked it. What's the worst diss I've ever had? Um, I would say one holiday I went. the the you know you get like certain hotels they have an entertainer by the pool and he turns up at 11 o'clock every day and he plays like pool games with the kids but also you know gets the dads involved and they're running up and down the pool and they're racing and all that this sounds awful i've never witnessed anything like this really yeah you've never done you've never seen this stuff no and it sounds like i would hate it well, it's fine. You just let them get on with it. The kids have fun and whatever, and you're yeah, just yeah. like laying your bit, whatever. That didn't bother me until this one guy decided to point me out to everyone every day at the same time, calling me Mr. Bean. So that was all I was doing was walking. Mr. Bean. I wasn't part of the. I wasn't part of the thing. It just went, hey, everyone, Mr. Bean, and pointed at me. Everyone around the pool laughed. Right, and I thought, okay, that's a bit embarrassing. And then, you know, that evening there would be a few comments about like, I'm, I'm going to get my meal on uh, at the hotel, and they'll be going, oh, look, it's Mister Bean, and I go, hey, yeah, cheers, mate, please, all right, thanks. And and then the next morning, same thing, big loudspeaker, <laughs> hey, Mister Bean is here. We 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 went to the beach the next few days <laughs> at that time because absolutely, few, that's the biggest yeah. diss I've ever had, I think. Either that or someone telling me my, my voice was high-pitched. I can't remember who that was, but that was me last uh, week. when that was mentioned, <laughs> I was really upset. Could be anyone. Um, God, God, God. <laughs> what about you, Sean? 
The point that I was making, Dave, was that your voice is higher pitched than mine, and at no point had oh, I gone, oh, Dave's voice is unnaturally high pitched. <laughs> I'm joking. I wasn't even that upset about it. It was a little gag show. Yeah, it's clearly. Fine. Wasn't, you wasn't even that upset about it, which no. means you were a bit upset about it. Clearly not bothered. <laughs> clearly not bothered. <laughs> It's fine, Sean. It's fine. Let's get it. <laughs> what's your next? What's your next? What's your biggest diss, mate? Uh, my biggest diss was when oh, there was something I was supposed to. Is some uh, some DIY thing I was meant to be doing in the house. I can't remember what it was. I kept putting it off. And new text me saying, oh, have, you, "Have you done that thing yet?" And I was like, "No, I haven't had a chance yet." And she replied, "Can we just get a man in to do it?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, one, one sexist, two. Uh, am I what am I <laughs> yeah, what the fuck am I <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, can that's I, pretty can bad I, can I just say we had a tweet this week that said I can't walk past this advert without thinking of Matt Murray and I looked at it and it looked absolutely nothing like Matt <laughs> it was just a bald guy with a beard that, I mean, that has to be up there somewhere surely Matt Oh, well, I get that a lot. I mean, um, back a couple of jobs ago, they were like, oh, yeah, Michael, you look like Michael Fish. Like, that's literally <laughs> Michael man Fish. with no oh hair. Oh, my God. <laughs> man with no hair. That's just a bald old man. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah. that was before I had a beard, but, you know. Okay. Michael Fish. Is that no, why you I grew the beard? That. You know, white, white <laughs> man with no hair, beard equals, you know, me and all the other fox was the same kind of you know i was gonna say i mean I, yeah i do sympathize with people because it must be at a point now where we're genuinely difficult to tell apart and i don't just mean me and you i just like you say there's fucking loads of people now who going bald and it's just like yeah fuck me, it you shave it off cold play etc yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah. come on matt what's your biggest diss Actually, no, I, I, no one's ever dissed me, so that's my answer. Oh, come but, uh, off but Sean, it. I mean, you're saying about a man. When I was at yeah. Legoland last week, mm-hmm. I was looking around, and there's like, I, <laughs> there's obviously loads of families, you know, mm-hmm. uh, men, women, kids, all sorts. And I'm like, I, there's loads of, you know, proper dads with, you know, they're, you know, big and tall and got tattoos and, and they're, they, they, <laughs> why I was is there, that a like, proper dad? Where's no, no I, I look at them like they, they, they're like proper, they're like proper blokes. And there's me. I still feel like I'm fucking year six sometimes. Well, I mean, I, I mean, we should save sort of for the patron show, me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 it's, all I'll say is that you know, we we're three people that play video games throughout the week and then talk about it on a podcast. I think in terms of what is a stereotypical man? I think we're, we're kind of like, <laughs> we shouldn't be surprised by this. Yeah, but I, I, I don't... We're not feel seen like, as blokey blokes. I, I don't, sometimes <laughs> I don't feel like an adult man. <laughs> we, just have, we just had an argument about the mechanics in a time loop video game. <laughs> Matt, I think, I think this shouldn't be a surprise to realise no, that we're not, I want, I, we're not lads. What I, what I, want, I would like to know what, like, these other dads and other like men at the you know at public places look at me and think what the fucking hell are you <laughs> I, I don't know I, I don't know what I was thinking when I was at Legoland but I was like hmm it's interesting isn't it I still feel like I'm in year 7 I know and, I know what you mean and the, these um, guys are big and tall and look at me <laughs> it was a weird time then I went on the uh, the scary Halloween ride and it all felt <laughs> and you're like see I am tough do you remember Matt Matt you're talking about this but do you remember when we went to butlins as a family 
And our wives took the kids back to the apartment so we could have an hour on the flumes alone. I do. <laughs> On the flume. This cannot be a surprise. <laughs> no, it just can't. Be, I guess just it just can't. be happy. I'd rather be like this, to be honest with you. Yeah. I love a bloody flume. That whole, we need to go back, Dave. We, we fucking need to go back as a family to... Well, bang up for it. Let's I bang up for it. it. But you were just round the, down the road the other week and you didn't bother seeing us. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know where we're sitting mate. at the moment. Yeah, we've got a holiday to do. Or Warwick <laughs> Castle. Or Chester Zoo. <clears throat> The thing to remember, Matt, uh, is that that just that's a bit of the old toxic masculinity at play, and just fucking bin it, mate. Fuck it, the matter. Yeah, it's just don't interesting. Need be, don't it? need to be strong. We've got robots and computers now. It's fine. Exactly. It's just, if you want to wear it, I your think about a lot. in the swimming pool, you wear them, mate. Yeah, I think about a lot. Like you know, I'm 38. What was my dad like at 38? You know, what was his dad like at 38? Like, uh, it's yeah, so but you different can't, now. It's yeah, so but like, diff- no, 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 I'm, I'm, I need not, to call him that. <laughs> it's so different now i mean like you know i'm 38 and it's here i'm here on a monday night and i'm doing a podcast uh with my friends over the internet talking about video games and like obviously my dad wasn't doing that because the internet wasn't around but it's just fascinating to see how how much things have changed how different things are well that's just it it's like i like i know what you mean because yeah there's that sense of like oh like you know all the stuff my dad can do and i'm shit at it and, and, and you sort of and then that sort of seeps into like, oh, am I not actually a grown up? Yeah, but it's like, yeah, you are. You're just a different yeah. kind of grown up now. Yeah, you're just creating your own version of what a grown up is now, and that's fine. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, well, no, my, never my dad this. was this age. He was he was ignoring his kids. Right, we should, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> should we wrap this one up? No, breaking the cycle. Um, Go on. The Hamburglar says, "What's your favourite hot meat sandwich?" <laughs> oh. I mean, hot I mean, meat. Given this is from the hot. hamburger, does that mean we could, we're including hamburgers in well, this? Well, I mean, hot meat sandwich to me says it says burger. It's no say burger. But that's we hot. That's hot. I, think, I think it could include here. burgers. Could it also include hot dogs? Huh? Yeah, definitely. No, it's absolutely not. Is it oh, oh, right. Yeah, I've gone off them. No, mine sandwich? would be the croque monsieur. <laughs> that would be mine. Oh, I think that's a good you one. go to a good place that does a good croque monsieur. Is that it? It's basically a ham, mustard, and uh, cheese sandwich, but it's yeah. good. Tastes good. If you, just, if, you if you call it that, if you call, if you just say, oh, "Can I have a ham, mustard, and cheese sandwich?" Do they go like, "Say it, say the name." <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're not, or we're not getting you one. <laughs> they spit in your face. Say it with um, the accent. What's it really no, called? It's, it's slightly different. It's slightly different than just. I think the cheese is on top rather than inside. But um, <laughs> say that again. I, yeah. But then we're talking about we're comparing it to a bacon sandwich, which is always solid. Um, oh, do you know? Uh, did I ever tell you about the um, Christmas grilled cheese sandwich I had? No, please do. <laughs> yes. oh, yeah, my only f- every week. I'm, a- <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of it, frankly. But go on, <laughs> oh, one more God. time. Uh, so yeah, last Christmas, just uh, was it? Gave you my heart. Yep. Very next day. day. I had a Your Christmas grilled cheese sandwich. Um, so this was. <laughs> For how many how many COVID Christmases? Are we? It's just the one, isn't it? Oh, I thought, yeah, we I just genu- had one COVID no, no, Christmas. No, no, we cannot remember. 1920? Um, there will be COVID. <laughs> no, no, it's 19. Christmas. Now, how, is, is it not 19 and 20 or just 20? Did it start in 20? No, it's just 20. No. Yeah, it started in I 20. Agree. It started March 2020. Fucking yeah. hell, it feels like forever. Is I it? Know. Okay, well. <laughs> so, COVID Christmas, in a bid to make it a bit... Obviously, we had the stuff to make actual Christmas dinner, but I ordered... So, there's a place in Manchester called Northern Soul... 
uh, it's a grilled cheese sandwich place and they were doing like you know make it at home kits and yeah they do a, a christmas one and it's oh, fucking stunning so basically grilled cheese sandwich just with a big slice of turkey bit of gravy bit of cranberry sauce all in it and it was absolutely i mean i ate about half of it i thought i was going to die but it was incredible i absolutely love a grilled cheese so good. It's great. I fucking when I discovered that a grilled cheese sandwich is just a cheese sandwich but with the butter on the outside and you heat it in a pan for a bit. I, I think I always assumed a grilled cheese sandwich had to be like like really fucking bad for you. But don't really no, just I, I, I may university told me about that. I think it was Robbie. Yeah. Robbie Paul. Um and uh, uh, wow, like what a revelation that was. Like yeah, man. let's let's go, Robbie, all night. Let's go cool yeah. cheese. Like like obviously had... <laughs> Obviously it's very easy to put a lot more butter on than you would a normal sandwich. Fuck yeah. But if you can control yourself, it's not even that bad for you, really. <laughs> we had we had uh, a Breville maker. Do you oh, remember yeah, yeah. them? I do. So he had a, it's like a, it was basically a George Foreman grill, but for cheese sandwiches. <laughs> and uh, specifically for cheese sandwiches. So yeah. growing up, we used to have a Breville all the time. You know, I yeah. uh, put the Breville one, put the Breville one. That was yeah, like yeah. a common phrase. Cheese and ham toast. So I remember um, we used to have this wicked calf next to where we played Little League as a kid, right? Mm. So finish my game of football you know, you always go to the calf and usually, you know, you get something, either the sweets or you go to the calf bit. They used to have like a tuck shop bit with loads of sweets or whatever. Mm. Uh, or you go and, you know, go to the calf bit. So I went to the calf bit, I looked over and it said Breville. And I was like, I'm having that. <laughs> Fucking one bang up for one of those right now. <laughs> so I said, oh, can I have the Breville, please? And I in and I went, yeah, all right. So they walked back and I waited and I'm waiting. I'm thinking, yeah, they take a while, but this is time. What's going on here? <laughs> And then, uh, you know, they said, oh, okay, £2 or whatever it was. It probably weren't that expensive. I gave them the money. And then they put a little styrofoam cup in front of me. And <laughs> being a kid, you just go, okay, thank you. You don't go, what the fuck is this? Uh, you just go, thank. Walk off. And I, I took the lid off and realised that it didn't say Breville at all. It said Bovril. So I just oh, had a cup no. of gravy. Oh. I was so dis- expecting a lovely cheese toasty and had a Nightmare. cup of gravy. Nightmare Brilliant. scenario. I've never but understood. They would, never understood Bovril. The person behind the thing must have gone. Oh, he means that because that doesn't say Breville. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a lovely. I lovely still meaty have drink. at least one cheese toasty a month. <laughs> yeah, smash them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 got a toasty maker. Big fan. Oh mate, just just yeah, grilled cheese sandwich just in the frying pan, mate. Yeah, but 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 they're very different. They're very different. Yeah, kind of end end end, end goals, aren't they? But you know, I yeah, fucking yeah, love yeah. it. Cheese toast with some. You know, this isn't right. Okay, cheese toast with some good cheese, some um, like pastrami <laughs> okay, beef. Okay, I'm sorry. Look, I'm putting my foot down now. Pastrami, a uh, bit of salt and pepper. <laughs> no, come on, that's enough. Now. <laughs> Matt, do the socials. This is ridiculous. I just realised that Matt I mean, just I went... I know, but I'm enjoying myself. And cheese, toasted cheese sandwich with good cheese. Uh, some... Uh, right, okay, let's get to the socials, Matt. Let's I was giving that a recipe. Is that Bell's Kitchen <laughs> over <laughs> we don't need. They don't need to hear it. Good cheese, good cheese, all right? And by Put that, I mean What cheese city. do you go with, Matt? Um, as, as mature as you can get. I was going to say, yeah, just mature cheddar usually yeah, does the job, yeah. doesn't it? Don't check out my search history. Um, right, socials. So yeah, we're Don't not know what streaming. What it was added in there. For, but go on, <laughs> let's go. 
Uh, we're not streaming, uh, but we will be soon at some point. But yeah, there's no streams this week. There, there, there are, uh, for those of you listening, there are loads of kind of games, conferences happening this week. But they're all kind of happening around bedtime. And we're all dads. Mm. Uh, and don't bring our bedtime, we our children. Uh, so <laughs> we're not going to need talk service this week uh, as much as we'd love to. But all like 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. And so no talk service for the big games, conferences. But we'll, you know, I'm sure we'll find time to watch them. But no streams, unfortunately. But that doesn't mean you can't watch our old streams on our YouTube channel um or if you really want support you can go to <laughs> twitch.tv slash tcgsco find us in the app and if you've got amazon prime you've got twitch prime gaming you got one through seven month we'd love it if you went over to our channel even though we're not streaming and give us your free subscription we really appreciate that uh, the, but also on fridays dark calls is being rerun i think we're up to episode five now um and uh, every friday morning until yeah 2022 there's an a, a the old episode of dark calls being rerun find the dark calls feed on any of your podcast services it's all there it's not on this feed it's on a new uh dark calls feed uh we're on patreon patreon.com slash tcgs we did our bonus uh talks over uh for this month uh came out early this week come on the weekend and there's a bunch of tiers over there and tcgs.co is the website for everything else plus a link to our gorgeous discord that's it don't you usually end it with for everything else? Well, I just talked about the website. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you so much for living it this week. We will catch you next week with some more video game chat with a with Sarah Dyers coming back. Yeah, man. Um, so looking forward to that oh, one again. And yep. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> I pres- I we'll see she'll... you next week. <laughs> Bet Sarah's buzzing now. She mocked me off last time. I just thought we agreed that wasn't going to be. I thought that was, she was scrapped from the list. I didn't. I mean, to be fair, you, you threatened to remove her from the Discord as well. So, <laughs> I think I might do now. The swings around about. I didn't realise. I didn't realise she was going to come back. This is embarrassing. Egg on my face. Am I right? <laughs> See you next week, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.